0: The college experience, way too early, week two college football preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home to free daily video picks from the SGPN crew. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure you subscribe to our profile at sports slash BTV. That's sports slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Riffer. Riffer is your home for many podcasts from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Subscribe to our Riffer channel today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Riffer. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Riffer. That's R-I-F-F-R.
1: This is Brian Bosworth, a.k.a. The Boz. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Bos out.
0: Welcome to the College Experience Way Too Early Week 2 preview. My name is Colby Swinging base Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. And I'm joined by my co host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C. in the place to be.
1: Hi-oh! Oh, yeah!
0: Boom! And we're also joined by Third Man in the booth. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living the free-like giving farmer. Former Herndon Basketball League MVP, give it up for NC Nick in the place to be.
2: What's up, guys? What's going on? You know, I think I crushed it week one.
0: <laughs> Go ahead, so, play it. Sorry, play sorry.
1: He's having to like scream over it. <laughs> you
0: crushed your week one, just like cold trickle. Crushed it in Days of Thunder. It is kind of
1: fitting. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Days of Thunder is in uh, uh, set in North Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. So, NC Nick exactly. is a natural Days of Thunder. Uh, that's
2: that's why I moved
1: down here. I
0: was that big of a Days of Thunder fan. Like <laughs> I gotta live in that state. <laughs> <laughs> you take your wife to all the uh, all the locations they they shot on. It's like, honey, that's right? Do you realize they shot at this Sonic? <laughs> this Sonic, uh, you know, fast rent food chain. Car. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> This is the old track in North Wilkesboro that that, that NASCAR no longer uses.
0: <laughs> Those <laughs> bastards, turning their backs on tradition. Uh, so here we are, guys. Week two. I thought week one actually, I thought it was good. Thought it was good. Besides your guys' horrendous picks, I thought I was able to put together the best games on my <laughs> slate. But this week it's a little bit different. I mean, if, and if you're tuning in first time listener, make sure you subscribe to the College Football Experience and the College Basketball Experience. But essentially what we're doing is we're drafting the best games each week. Uh, I was first last week. So go listen to our week one preview, but this one, we're going to be previewing week two, way too early week two preview. And uh, I was first, Pat was second. Nick was third. So this one, we're going to shake it up. Pat will be first. Nick will be second and I will be third. And then next week previewing week three, Nick will be first. uh, uh, I'll be second and Pat will be third. Okay. If you don't understand, just buckle up. And I think you'll get the gist, or you can go back and listen to number one and come back to it. whatever the fuck you want to do. All right. Just, just come on, just let's get excited. We it's never too Whoa. early to talk football. So with that Patty C with the first pick,
2: Hey, 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 let me interject. I have one idea. One recommendation. If you guys are up for, we didn't sh- mention it last week, but maybe at the end, we also pick w- what, what game would be our favorite to attend.
0: I like it. I like it. Just remind in me in the end. I'll try to I'm drinking. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I'm, we're drinking too, buddy. Uh, okay. Patty C. Now you are on deck or you basically have, you're not on deck. You are ready to go right now. Hopefully if not, you take your time and we refine. We, we re- remind the audience that you are this and
2: you are nothing. Chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist, pussy, and I'm after you, buddy.
0: You're gonna pay for it. Good
2: night.
1: <laughs> also a North Carolina yes, guy. Yes, also
0: a North Carolina guy. I can use for <laughs> NC Nick's introduction. It's a great state,
1: <laughs> chock uh, full of just legendary people. So, lemon-headed,
0: <laughs> one of the more underrated like put downs. Yeah, I don't know what it means. Uh, it just means you're bitter, you know. I, I'm I'm just gonna ad lib and say that's bitter. It's probably a 1920s term of like you lemon-headed piece of shit. You know what I mean? So uh, it means that you're bitter. You're uh you're just full of you're a fruitcake probably at the same time. I don't know. But uh, Patty C, are you prepared to fire away with the top game? I think I know what you're going to do.
1: I know what I'm going to do. Yeah. You're going to fucking listen to me. Tell you what I'm going to do. I've been watching a lot of Iron Sheik interviews lately. I like how he screams at me and Gina Oakland back in the day. So I want to try and integrate some of that do vibe it. into this uh, podcast. Go Iron Sheik. Uh Look, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Don't have to go much further. For week two. Week two. You got... Mercer heading over to Alabama. <laughs> I
0: was about to say, I was like, I have a feeling that one might be talked about later, uh, five just, and five Mercer. Yeah. In Tuscaloosa. Just, just ridiculous. Yeah. Now they are on a hot streak. They've won three games in a row, I that's believe right. on the FCS ranks. So, so Ow. perhaps they can pose a, maybe they can get a touchdown in that game, there but <laughs> all right. Top pick week two.
1: I'm assuming Wait, yeah, that's not my actual. Top okay.
0: Yeah, uh, I know. I'm assuming you're going to do this actually. Can I guess? Yeah,
1: that's right. That's kind of the obvious pick here. I think he's yeah, go. You go. fully expect college game day to be in Columbus, Ohio for this one. A game that was canceled last year to Oregon's uh bad luck probably. They would have got they would have got whooped. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They were 4-2, but uh, They got very
0: lucky against Washington State, very lucky against UCLA. That
1: would have put that really maybe it was more to Ohio State's good luck that they didn't have to play an actual tough team on their schedule. Well, and if, it, even if they came out
0: there, empty crowd, that's what's the point of going to Eugene with no crowd.
1: It's true. It doesn't have quite the yeah. uh, same.
0: Effect. So it was fucked all from the start, but Patty C taken Oregon at Ohio state with the first pick, which I actually had as my top game, Nick, what do you think of Oregon at Ohio state?
2: Yep. I agree. That was my top game also. I mean, come on, you got two potential, you know, playoff teams here. You got yeah, you know, both teams have a a little bit of a stiff test week 1, you know, but I assume that both teams are going to be 1 and 0. I mean, Ohio State plays Minnesota and Oregon has Fresno. You know, considering that, let's just assume that they're both 1 and 0. I mean, this this is a great game, man. You know, really seeing how the new quarterback for Ohio State looks. I guess it's going to be Jack Miller the 3rd, uh, you know, <laughs> against a top-notch team. I mean, and, and then to see, you know, what uh, Mario Cristobal can do this year. I think it's, this is a huge year for him. And, and uh, this, yeah, obviously this was, you know, the number one pick pretty easily.
0: There was like rumblings in the offseason that he was going to take the Auburn job. And it was hilarious because Oregon, I think extended him to keep him in Eugene. And I'm sitting there thinking that would have been a blessing in disguise for the ducks, but look, he can recruit. Well, I just have my, my problems with uh, the on field performance has never been what I, would assume it would be
1: Pac-12 championships aren't good enough for Cody yeah. Bent. Apparently, they
0: got so lucky that Dorian Thompson Robinson had COVID that game. They had to start a backup quarterback, and they, even with that, they barely won. Dude drops a, a, a ball that would have gave UCLA the win. <laughs> uh, hey, it, just enjoy it while you have it, because uh, the Pac-12 North is coming
1: up. So, uh, what do you think that line will be on that game? I'm gonna say, give me Ohio State seven and a half or eight. I, I was thinking
0: around the same. Yeah, I, I was going to say Buckeyes minus seven. I'm going to take the Buckeyes minus the points. I think they're going to win by double digits against the Ducks in Columbus. We saw two. See.
1: Interesting tidbit here. Not that this means anything, but. Uh, first white quarterback at Ohio State starting the season since Joe Bowserman in 2011, and I don't even remember that Bowserman. I, I think have he gotten, got uh, quickly replaced <laughs> by Braxton Miller. Uh, so, and then before that was Terrell Pryor. So, but they had Joe Burrow. He just didn't didn't play, which is even yeah, more yeah, which hilarious. Is crazy. Yeah. 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 Um. All
0: right. Well, uh, NC Nick, here you are with the second pick of the top game in Week Two.
2: Well, things get a little bit tougher here, but but you're just talking about the Pac-12 North and let's stay with one of those teams. Another Pac-12 versus Big 10 matchup. Let's go Washington at Michigan. And I mean, this game one of the big big storylines is Jim Harbaugh and how much time he has left at Michigan. Even if he signed an extension, I mean, you're looking at what? Look at his numbers here. 49 and 22 overall, 34 and 16 in conference in 6 years that's not bad, but that's not what people were expecting when he was hired. And you know, and in in each season they've lost at least three games under Harbaugh. So they've never Mm. had a season, you know, losing less than three games and that's, it's not going to cut it, man. So uh, this is the first game, the first, you know, I'm assuming once again, that Michigan beats Western Michigan, Washington beats Montana. So this is the first real test of 2021. And if Michigan loses, they may be in store for another bad year. I mean, look at now. Last year, you know, COVID and all that craziness. Uh, Michigan was what two and four, and their only two wins were a, a three overtime game versus Rutgers and the first week against Minnesota, where the Gophers had at least half their team out due to COVID. <laughs> so this is a huge game for Michigan.
0: Yeah, and Washington's still a team, though that I. St- I mean, they technically what won the North or tied for the North. Uh, but didn't get the nod because of COVID. I mean, last year we just got to throw out, but I am very curious yeah, to did. see. They should have been yeah, the They should have played. It's like what they were doing. Like last year, you just saw the politics in college football. Like Colorado, had they not lost to Utah, it was about to be undefeated. And they're like, well, USC is going to play. And I'm like, okay. Right. <laughs> they have the yeah. same records, and USC is the one with the COVID problem when they went to play each other. Right. Um, but uh, Washington, a team, Jimmy Lake, uh, former DC under Chris Peterson is the head coach there. And I I'm, I, I just, I, it'll be interesting to see how, how things work out. I don't want to label him a, a, a bad hire yet. He's been recruiting at a decent level, but I have like three conf- and
2: one last year. I mean, uh, you can't say that you can't throw one of the bus just yet here. You yeah. got to see what last of course, year, but you know.
0: I, th- I thought it would be more impressive. I mean, th- really they should have been two and two that Oregon state game, a fourth down, that was just one of the worst calls in the past 20 years
1: of football. Um, well, what, what did they do the year before? What Peterson went out the door at like seven and five.
0: Yeah. But I think the real concern was when Jonathan Smith left Peterson in Washington, Jonathan Smith was the OC became the Oregon state head coach. You see what he's doing at Oregon state. Yeah. Um, and, and I think th- that's really the thing is, is what Washington team are we going to see this year? Cause I, I think they're decent, but they are losing some, they're losing a top defensive, a couple top defensive linemen to the NFL. Uh, did my mock draft uh, earlier today. And, and two of those guys uh, projected in the first two rounds. So, um, uh, what do you think this line will be?
1: That's a tough question. Michigan
0: minus four. Yeah, I'm thinking Michigan's at at home minus minus four, minus five, something like that.
1: It's Um, funny because when I talked to Colby last year, he swore to me Washington was going to whip Michigan. They would have.
0: It was in. It was going to be in Seattle. Yeah, and I, I still feel, I still feel, feel everybody whipped Michigan's ass (laughs) He would have been right. He definitely would have (laughs) been right about that. I want to see this quarterback.
2: I mean, I guess it's going to be Cade McNamara. You know, with 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 Joe Milton transferring out, yeah. I assume you know, and, and we and McCaffrey
0: transferred to uh, Northern Colorado. Uh,
2: yeah, so I we last saw kid McNamara against Penn State, where he went twelve of twenty five for ninety one yards, not all that impressive. <laughs> so, well, uh, they better hold are get more out of the quarterback uh, position this year.
0: And at the same time, Washington starting Dylan Morris. He was a freshman a season ago. Uh, granted, yeah. you only play five games. The, I know he'll be a freshman again this year because uh, at five games. Well, I mean that's not much, so it's still.
1: I guess the jury will be out. That'll be an interesting matchup to watch as the quarterback play in this game, though. Well, and they potentially have uh, a legacy stepping in. Five star Sam Huard. Huard. Oh yeah, Heard. How do yeah. you say that? Yeah, Huard. Huard.
0: Damon Huard. Brock Hured. uh Wasn't there a third Huard too? I, I think, think there that was a third one, maybe. But um, yeah, uh, I, I. You know what though? With, if if the line was five, I would take Washington in the points, but I think Michigan's going to get the win.
2: You think so? I do. I think Washington is kind of flying under the radar here. I think they, they might be in store for a pretty nice little season here. And that might start with a win in the big house.
0: Well, another thing is Michigan, new defense, Don Brown gone. He's now at Arizona. Right. And so what will that be like uh, when they're a new DC with the D I mean, uh, Who's I'm this
1: Mike McDonald guy. What's his background.
0: I am very curious to see how the, how the Michigan team is in general. Cause I thought Don Brown was a great
1: defense coordinator.
0: Yeah, I don't. I know maybe their their heads butted Harbaugh and Brown. Maybe that was the oh, result. Was,
1: yeah, one of the best.
0: Yeah, but I think Brown is gonna. I think Arizona. I think they might be a sleeper. T- I don't know about this year, but I like that higher. They brought in Chuck Cecil as well. So ah,
1: McDonald, that's right, was the uh, linebacker coach for the Ravens under John Harbaugh. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's He's only right. thirty
1: three years old. So yeah.
0: very interesting stuff going on there, though. But uh, it's funny, Nick. I had that rated as the third best game. I had a game ahead of that. So I, you get to choose that now. What is it? <laughs> how are you going to duck yourself? What's this called? The, it's not called the civil war. It's called the, uh, what is it? I forget. Utah at BYU though what is my holy play. War. holy. Oh, war. That's right. Yeah. You're sleeping on that game, buddy. I mean, look, I get it. I mean, I had Washington, Michigan as the third rated game. So it's not much of a difference here, but Utah at BYU does college football. Is this the most slept on
1: rivalry in college football? it's up there in terms of sheer hatred. And I don't, it's a very good game. I'm sorry, Patty. Go ahead. I I don't really get it. I guess uh, like Utah, I just imagine the whole state is like super Mormon. Like when I went to salt Lake city, which is where university of Utah is, uh, it still had like, you know, what drinking you had to have a drinking license to drink at the bar. I'm like, why, why is there that big of a cultural like battle between Washington and BYU, if they, if they, if that kind of like culture, Wait, is, Washington or not Washington, uh, oh, B, uh, BYU and yeah, Utah, yeah, okay, okay. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't quite get it, but the, I do know that they have the reputation of absolutely despising each other, and it shows up on the field pretty pretty easily recognizable.
2: Uh, well, it's only well like 20, 20 minutes apart, so I mean, maybe thirty minutes or something. You know, very close in proximity. My problem, I mean, this is a great game. I had it a little bit lower on my list. I had it at number seven, and actually, I think there's a better in-state game this week, which one of us will hit on well, shortly.
0: Uh, that, that's my next rated game as the as. <laughs> uh, but I think Utah BYU. I think the hatred is more in this game. That's why, for me, as a guy that loves a good rivalry, and also. But well, how
2: about this? How about this? Let me, let me challenge you a, a good rivalry. It is, but Utah has won nine in a row. Hmm. BYU hasn't been Utah since 2009. Maybe they are fortunate they didn't play last year. Cause you, cause BYU probably would have won. Yeah. But I, I, I like to see a little more balance in, in a, a great rivalry,
0: but even the the year before last year, I think Utah battled back from down 24 to get that win. Let me see what So are. it was an awesome game. I, so I would still say, That majority of the time, even though it's one sided over the past decade, these are good games. Yeah.
2: So it also it seems a little early in the season for me.
0: Well, it used to be played when they were in the Mountain West. It was the last game of the season. So Yeah, I guess I guess I'm a little old school there. It seems like it should be
2: colder temperatures and at least in October or something, it seems a little early, but it's still a great game. I'm not going to poke at it too much. I had it at number seven, actually.
0: Well, you have this going on too. BYU breaking in uh, Zach Wilson's gone projected to the jets at number two and, and Utah, Jake Bentley transferred to South Alabama. He's gone and they brought in Charlie Brewer from Baylor.
2: Who did not look all that great at Baylor, so. <laughs> right, but, but, but
0: I believe they have a slew of transfers coming in. I think they have a couple different ones, Utah. But I, uh, I, I just read that he was looking the best in camp that Brewer was. So. And unfortunately, that heartbreaking news.
2: I guess right when the season ended, that their freshman running back, who was a oh, beast man. last year, Ty Jordan, I think, dude. died in a
0: car wreck. I think it was. He was averaging seven and like seven and a half yards a carry too. That, like that, that was nasty. That was just terrible, man. Um, Brutal. Now th- this no, run- it was an accidental gun gunshot wound. I believe is that what it was? Accidental.
1: Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Rest what were, were you gonna peace. say, Patty C? I was gonna say uh, this rivalry is interesting because it's gone through such. Uh, periods of dominance and really it's only been like three three different periods of dominance there was Utah forever you know basically Utah until 1971 and then from 1972 to 1992 BYU won everyone but two wow that yeah.
2: that's the emergence of Lavelle Edwards and yeah. that pro style passing and track. our boy Mike won leach
1: that's right yeah that's right and then Utah. Then it got a little chippy there for a while, a little back and forth. But you know, obviously, starting in 2010, uh, they've dominated the entire decade up until now. So let's see if BYU has a counter punch. It looks like Sataki may have figured something out. So it will be an interesting one.
0: There we go. Okay. Let's go. All right, Patty C. <laughs> it is on you now. Pick four for the top game uh, of uh, week two in the way too early. College football preview by the college experience. By the way, we're we're just jamming into some cores, some cores lights here. We, we, we're, we're, f- we're fucking with the silver bullet over here, going down Boom. smooth like a veteran hooker over here. That's right. So
2: I, I'm, I'm more of a cores original guy myself.
0: Well, yeah. you know, I like, I got a place in my heart for both, you know. So, uh, uh well,
1: what's their third? What's their like, uh, you know, they, they
0: don't have a cores IPA yet, I don't think, but they're, <laughs> they're maybe they're working on that.
1: Working on there you go. But,
0: um, Anyway, Oosh, Patty the C. W- beer. <laughs> they had Elway. They had Elway as a spokesman for a while. So oh, man. Um, where are you going here? Fourth pick. Uh, I, I'm assuming you're probably going to go with the game. Nick's referring to in state.
1: Yes. It's tempting. There's another one that's caught my eye as well. That maybe more for personal reasons, not the one you're thinking of. Um, but I think the obvious pick here is Stanford at USC.
0: Stanford at USC going with the old right? This is a big, people don't know the history. This is a big, big time rivalry here too. This is one that they demanded when the pac 12 went to that, that the 12 teams that they, they keep this rivalry intact. Uh, I, I see my problem here is I just don't, which way, I mean, I guess this is still a good game because USC hasn't been USC of late Stanford though. I do think is trending in the wrong direction lately. It'll be interesting to see, though, because I feel like no matter what, these games are still kind of close. So, Nick, what's your take on Stanford at USC? I had it a little bit lower down on my
2: list, maybe just because I don't live in California. It's it's you know it's not local for me. Uh, I'm a, yeah. Hey, every year it's usually a pretty good game. I'll probably tune into it. Uh, Stanford was a quiet four and two last year. You know, um, they dropped their first two games, but one, four in a row. Uh, so they have some momentum coming into the season here. The question, I guess, how good this game will be is what happens week one. Uh, does can Stanford get by Kansas State? Can USC beat uh, San Jose State in like a sneaky tough game here? So, uh,
0: have you guys seen Stanford's schedule? They they play twelve Power Five teams this year. <laughs> yeah, like it's if, ridiculous. And here's my thing: if you, if you see anyone out there listening to this, if you see a schedule maker, rank the, uh, or I'm sorry, a, a content creator rank the toughest schedules in college football. If Stanford's not number one, you should fucking throw them in the garbage because
2: that's uh, I'm sure some, I'm, I'm sure they'll say some team in the sec West is yeah.
0: Yeah. Even though they, they play that f- they place only, yeah.
2: sir and the Citadel
0: <laughs> dude 12 power fives, you cannot afford a down performance. You know what I mean? Like that's the difference that we, me and Patty C, you know, try to explain so often is that I would argue all day. It's harder to get up for 12 games than it is. Oh, okay. Yes. You, you're playing probably we, you know, there's no denying that the SEC West is harder than the pac 12 North, but it doesn't matter 12 times. You don't, you're not afforded no. a, a shit performance like Alabama being 10, 10 to the Citadel at halftime. You know what I mean? Like you're not, you're not, you don't have the luxury of doing this a couple of years ago. I think it was two years ago. The last time we had a full football season, Stanford had eleven Power Fives, and the twelfth game was a game at UCF. Right. I mean, they, they and schedule and like like crazy. What were you gonna say?
2: And while the SEC West is better than the Pac twelve, that gap is not as big as it used to be.
0: Yeah, the Pac twelve North is better than the Pac twelve South too. So Stanford resides in the North. It, Agreed. It, it, it's a it's it's a it's a tough gauntlet, especially some of those uh, home environments in Corvallis and Pullman that you think traditionally not great college football programs. Uh yeah. But, but, but they they, it's a hornet's you. nest. Yeah. yeah. So uh now what's crazy is Jack West played pretty good in his limited time at quarterback for Stanford. Davis Mills though, uh, you know, we've gone pro and and actually I just read an article that uh could be a sleeper in the NFL draft. Davis Mills. Uh so but Jack West played good last last year. Uh, I think him and Tanner McGee or McKee gonna uh gonna have to battle it out to see who will be the starting quarterback. But Stanford's had good quarterback play since the days of fucking
1: Jim Plunkett. Let's not bullshit ourselves here. They'll have a good quarterback. Um, I mean, they are committed to a style of play that is tailor made to transfer into pro football. And so, you know, I don't know. I, I believe they've been doing that for as long as I can remember. I, I don't yeah. ever remember Stanford being a system team. Remember them being straight pro style. And whether it translates or not is based on the talent they have. But the quarterback play. Has always been pretty damn good, and obviously they got smart guys going there. Pick up the offense; it's pretty intricate, and and when it's clicking, they're a tough team to beat.
0: Yeah, uh, they, they almost had Toby Gerhardt win a Heisman.
1: I yeah. <laughs> say no more.
0: Hey, 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 Tommy Vardell maybe too. I mean, right. they had they, they've had a lot of. <laughs> these two guys are exact replicas <laughs> of each other. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, three white running backs, and I want to say, but he's not like the other two at all. That's no, true. No. But uh, I wanna say someone uh, there's another running back there too that I'm I'm forgetting. But uh yeah, anyway, what do you think this line will be, guys?
1: USC minus This eight. game is at uh where's this? It's at, at Stanford. At Stanford. No, no, it's at USC. At oh, USC. it's at USC. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm. I wouldn't put it at eight. I'd say like they love USC though. The oddsmakers makers I odds makers may put it at high, but that this game shouldn't be higher than six and a half, I don't think.
2: It, it, yeah, if I'm getting more than a touchdown, I think I'm on the road dog.
0: Yeah, I would take, especially knowing that the air raid—you get a month to prep for the air raid. Um, I, I would take the Cardinals. If I mean, I think USC is going to get the win outright, but it, depending what the line is, yeah, if it's, it's, if it's a touchdown like or three. more, three. yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Um. All right, here we are, NC Nick, now with his second pick in the uh, in the in the week two draft. Nick, where are you going? It's not the game you think. It's not that in-state
2: battle that I have really high, but I have one game higher, and you might call me a little bit of a homer. But this game is interesting for I think a couple reasons, and that game is NC State at Mississippi State.
0: Oh, mm. ho, Patty C, ring that cowbell! We got the, we got the cowbell in studio. There we go. There yeah. we go. Come on,
2: <laughs> Mike won, Mike One Leach, friend of the program. He's in year two. He's, he's weeded out all the malcontents, you know, that quarterback will Rogers, a true freshman looked pretty good in in certain spots last year. He's going to be much better in year two. And those running backs with Joe Quavius, Marks and Dylan Johnson. Yeah. And they, they faced my boys in Raleigh NC state here. Uh, You know, NC state was eight and three last year. They did lose to Kentucky in the Gator bowl. Uh, The one quarterback Bailey Hockman transferred to middle Tennessee state. Devin Leary, who broke his leg last October. He is healthy. He just played in the spring game. He looked good. Uh, I mean, NC state really, I mean, Dave is going into his ninth year. It sounds crazy. I didn't think he was there for nine years. The program is in, is in solid shape, but every year they're seven and five, eight and four, but they're a good team. Uh, This is going to be a really good challenge going into Stark Vegas. I'm assuming NC state will beat South Florida. I'm assuming Mississippi
0: state will beat Louisiana tech week one. So this should be a very intriguing matchup week two. Watch out for my boy Skip Holtz week one. We touched on that last week, but yes, I do think uh, this is this is a pretty good matchup. Much you had it, you know, higher ranked than I did, but uh, but you only have one side of it. Yeah, for me, I'm, both sides are intriguing for me. Yeah, NC State's a you know a horrible that like East Carolina is the best program and those are <laughs> those are pussy fans for oh we don't want the rivalry here anymore because we stormed the field in Raleigh and brought down the goalpost. All right, I'm pretty sure the fans didn't have a say. Yeah, in that's true. It was the school probably. All right, it was the school, same school that fired Jimmy Valvano after he won him a national championship. All right, so uh, look, they're gonna go up to Starkville and our our friend Mike One Leach is gonna uh, he's gonna uh, give me a 21 point win, huh?
1: No, this will be close, but, but I feel like, <laughs> uh, no, that's what I'm yeah. curious is like, what do you actually have? Uh, I I kind of have uh NC state is almost a favorite. Mississippi here. state looked good. The final three weeks of the season to me,
0: right? I yeah. know they lost, I think to Ole miss, but it was like a tie game and Ole miss scored. But so it's a seven point win by Ole miss. Yeah. Uh, and then they, I'm put, expecting that quarterback to make a big second year jump too. Yeah. Will Rogers. And he played in the air raid in high school. Uh, be interesting to see how that works out. But also like, like you said, I mean, he got rid of a lot of the cancers on the team. So, um, and, and if, we, if we're at full capacity, this place is, this place will be lit. You yeah. know what I mean? So there's that angle too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I would say, what do you think this line would be? I, I see cause I could see Vegas maybe favoring NC state based on Mississippi state's record last year, but I'm going to be all over Mississippi state. I think
2: yeah, I think it's a tough road trip for the Wolfpack. And obviously it's hard to predict lines where we don't see what happens in the in their first game. Yeah.
1: That's gonna determine uh, but, a lot of it. Yeah,
2: exactly. But yeah, give me Mississippi Mississippi State by minus four so. I think they cover. I think they win by seven or ten.
0: I think it might even be a one possession game. I think Mississippi State's gonna get the win.
1: I mean, you guys are sleeping on the fact that Dave Doran last year. I mean, like Nick said, with the exception of 2019, eight and five, seven and six, seven and six, nine and four, nine and four, and four and eight. Well, when you, you then, play in the
0: coast, I mean, when you not, not the coast but when you play in the ACC, wins can come. We, we 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 talked about Miami. I made it a clip. Check out Sports Gambling Podcast Instagram at Sports Gambling Podcast. But Miami won eight games last year, beating only or zero teams in the ACC with a winning record. Zero. True. They, they do play on the easier side. Yeah.
2: I, yeah, at least you're not playing Clemson every year.
1: That I mean, I here's the thing: I don't think that the Coastal, from a, a wins standpoint, it, from a, a team's win total, is on. I think the Coastal is the harder division because I think there's more decent teams, whereas the uh, Atlantic is just kind of one yeah, good team. You
0: get Syracuse and Florida State and Wake, but Dave Kloss has made Wake good. Louisville's been solid too. Yeah,
1: Boston College, okay. Yeah,
0: BC's been trash lately. Let's
1: yeah, be honest. But, I mean, With the Dazio, I mean, that was a layup. Dude, if if you're an average team, if you're NC state and you have to go against the likes of like UVA, or I guess, I don't know. I I don't want to do the top to bottom right now, but all I'm saying is I think, yeah, you're probably right. I don't know if it's the easier division. They're probably pretty comparable outside of Clemson. Uh, The wins do come a little easier in the ACC. So that record may be deceptive, but they've been doing it. They've been winning when they have to. And I I think that uh, if I had to do it right now, I would favor NC state. No, I think Vegas might
0: favor NC state, but I think Mississippi state will win that game. Okay. Uh, I could see this totally being a 27, 24 game, something like that. Uh, tw- you know, 35, 28. Yeah. I think Mississippi state will get that win. Yeah. But uh, I, I, unless Mississippi state knocks the doors off of uh, uh La tech, I would expect NC State to be a
1: short slight favorite. favorite. Yeah, I'm thinking two and a half. Yeah. Wow, a yeah. road favorite. Really? You think so?
0: I think based on their season last year and the fact Mississippi State struggled so much last year, I think they're counting on people to think that they're going to be bad
1: this year. Yeah. And okay. uh, I and, think that's a pretty good take on that.
0: But we'll see. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't shock me if Mississippi State was a three-point favorite. I think it's right any uh, anywhere between NC State being a three-point favorite and Mississippi State being the yeah, three-point somewhere favorite. somewhere in that range. Yeah, that's fair. Um. All right. Interesting play there. Before I get to my pick, I want to tell you guys that the college experience week two way too short or way too early. College football preview is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and you'll receive an offer up to five hundred dollars risk-free sports bet. Come on $500 guys. You can just go grab that, throw that thing on, on some FCS action this weekend. And you will have just the greatest fucking week. If you listen to me and NC, Nick and Patty C's picks terms and conditions do apply though. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. Um, and look, stick around FCS college football. We do have you covered, uh, me and NC Nick will have an episode for you tomorrow, breaking down all the key games as we as the playoff race really selection Sundays this Sunday. Uh, so we will find out a lot about the uh, the landscape of the FCS college football spring season, and we will have you covered here on the College Experience and here on the Sports Gambling Podcast. Um, Doesn't that sound amazing? Another selection Sunday. That's yeah, just, that just <laughs> excites me. It's 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 and it's a real selection Sunday too. Like if you win your conference you get 10 in, you know, it's, it's not like the, the, the horrible, the horrible uh, pl- playoff committee thing that we at the selection show yeah. where you just, it's a popularity contest.
1: Yeah. It's not like 2014 where Ohio state was decidedly behind uh, what's uh, TCU. TCU yeah. They're on their third string quarterback. They have one lights out performance. And then eight hours later, the committee is all in a fluster yeah. and fucking votes them in.
0: Meanwhile, TCU lost to a top 10 team and, and Ohio state lost to a six and six Virginia tech team
1: right. at home and, uh, and TCU <laughs> lost on the road. They had yeah. a, they had a common opponent. TCU won by like 24 Ohio state won by seven. Yeah. And that was Minnesota. It's just po- every it's just bullshit. single yeah. thing that should have said, you know, outside of that fucking impressive performance by Ohio state said TCU was the more deserving team. And yet anyway, yeah, we get frustrated.
0: Um, well, look, you're giving me this pick now and I can't believe I'm getting both you know, rivalry games, essentially. (laughs) Uh, I mean, this guys, this could have, you could have made the case that this is the best game to watch this whole weekend. Iowa at Iowa state. I mean, come on. These games have been crazy lately too. Do I need to dive into the last time there was like a, I think like a five, like they had lightning delays four or five different times in this matchup. but. I think it was what? 18 to 17 was the final score the year before that 13 to three. Now Iowa is on a five game win streak, but some of these have been wild. 44, 41 and overtime uh, ever since Matt Campbell's been with uh, the cyclones, really, these games have been great, even though he hasn't, he has yet to grab that win 44, 41, 13 to three, 18 to 17. I mean, mm. just a, 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 and that was unfortunate because I feel like Iowa state had all the momentum and that uh, lightning storm. It, it was like a 10 hour delay, dude. Yeah. So like then when they came back out, uh, but I was been, you know, Kirk Ferentz, you know, one of the more underrated coaches in America. And this is the decapitated blowjobs uh, game. So yeah.
1: you know Everyone what happens can appreciate yeah, that.
0: in the cornfields, crazy shit happens. And uh, what? So I'm looking at this, Nick, and I'm i I'm seeing what, uh, what? One, two, three, f- uh, four, five, six, seven, seven of the last 10 matchups decided by uh, basically 10 points or less. So this will be a wild one. You guys are giving me this, give me this all day, but let's talk about the action
1: here because yeah, we definitely put this one way too low.
0: Yeah, This game should be higher. It yeah, should yeah. be higher. I,
2: like I said, I thought it should have been higher than BYU, Utah. The only reason why I went NC state, Mississippi state is because both schools have, you know, a little, a certain thing just for me. But if, if you're like a, non-biased neutral college football fan. This This one I think could be number two or three is where it should be.
0: I actually think Oregon Ohio State has potential for a blowout. I think uh, I, I am not sold on Oregon. I've not I've not been sold on Crystal Ball since he's been there. I think that's fair. Yeah. And and so Iowa Iowa State might end up being the best actual game to watch this weekend, but uh here's an interesting thing though. I mean, I just read an article in the past ten days probably about how they you know I disagree with the article, but they were making a case that I was a sleeper playoff team. Uh they return a lot. Iowa State we know returns a lot with Brock Purdy coming back and uh and, and Matt, Brees Hall. Yeah, and Brees Hall and Matt Campbell just and they, they have a stud tight end. I'm so I'm struggling to remember his name at the moment. But um uh they're gonna be really good. And I, I'm curious, I told Patty C where you know, uh, one of the flaws with college football, as much as we love it, is we kind of know. We talked about it la- on the last episode. If if Clemson beats, I mean, if Georgia beats Clemson, they're pretty much in the playoff because they don't really get tested.
1: They they draw. They have a. a f- we pretty much know the landscape on three teams. They can think. they can take one loss and yeah. win the ACC and have the most talent or one of the most talented teams in the country, and they're going to get in the fucking playoff.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. We kind of forecasted three teams in pretty easily. I thought, and then. Uh, So I was like, man, you're when you're struggling for storylines for college football, which I think the problem is with the sport at the moment, as far as like the 14 playoff goes, um, there's great storylines elsewhere. But uh, I think one of the compelling things is Iowa, the rise of Iowa state and Matt Campbell's, you know, turned down, uh, I think several jobs to stay at Iowa state. And the fact that each year they're getting better last year, playing for the big 12 championship, almost winning by the way. I mean, they they were driving before that sack. almost, win, almost sweeping Oklahoma. But um, so, uh, you know, they, they, they knocked on the, the beat, like they beat, uh, I think Oklahoma two of three uh, under Matt Campbell. And even the third one, I think they, they missed a two point conversion to win. Um, yeah.
1: They've been, they've been battling Oklahoma pretty good.
0: And then, the, then you add in the fact, so now they, they've gotten to a big 12 championship for the first time in a lot ever actually since the, f- the first time ever since the big 12 started Yeah,
1: and Dude, they haven't won a conference championship in 115 yeah, years. I feel
0: like this could be the year, man. It I could really could be I the year. now, now shame on the, the big 12. Cause they used to play Oklahoma, like traditionally, like the third week or fourth week of the season, they moved that game to the sec to like November. Mid November on the second half of a back-to-back away for Iowa State. I wonder mm. if that's just convenience or or what, Nick. <laughs> well,
2: uh, yeah, I mean, you like you've done the breakdown there with those back back-to-back away games, favoring the big schools at to the detriment of the small schools. Look, Iowa State deserves a lot of credit here, but Kirk Ferentz has this Iowa team exactly where he wants them because nobody's talking about Iowa other than that column that you read. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> going into this game everybody's going to be talking about Campbell and Iowa State. Meanwhile, look what Iowa did last year. They first off they went 6 and 2. They lost their first two games to Purdue and Northwestern by a combined 5 points. But mm-hmm. look at what they did after that. They 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 rolled off 6 in a row including 49 to 7 over Michigan State, 35 to 7 over Minnesota, 28 to 7 over Wisconsin. This isn't like, you know, your grandpa's Iowa team, where there's no offense, they still have a good defense, and they're they're doing some things offensively too. They're dangerous, man. I agree with that column. They're a dark horse. I think they're, they they actually they should be favored to win the um, Big Ten West. They got to win
0: yeah. at Wisconsin and at Northwestern, though. I think both those two, and Nebraska. I mean, they do draw. I get your point. I get your point. And and Ferrance is always such an underrated coach. But I'll say this: they don't have an FCS on their schedule. And, and that is, I mean, when you look, Indiana had a great year last year, even though I think they're slightly counterfeit. They opened the season with them. Then they're at Iowa state. After that, they're hosting a Kent state team that was fairly good in the Mac. Uh, And then Colorado state, who's traditionally been somewhat of a a, a decent mid-major. And then, you know, they, they go through their conference schedule, but um, I, I see your point. I mean, I think they're a really dangerous team. And I always say coming into the year, like Penn state, October 9th, most people would favor Penn state in that game coming into Iowa city. One of the hardest places to play in the country. And that's one of the reasons why I've always lobbied for home game playoffs instead of these ridiculous bowl games is that if you had to play a game in Iowa
1: city, I think it's one of the hardest places to grab a win. You know what I think is the under underrated part about Iowa is I bet it's cold as fuck. Yeah.
0: The (laughs) wind, there's (laughs) nothing to stop the wind. Yeah. There's no trees. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah, I'm
2: sure it is now. And I mentioned this earlier. My recommendation was to pick a game that you would you, you would most want to go to, and that just came off the top of my head at the moment. So I haven't looked at this list to pick it, but this game is going to be hard to beat. Iowa Iowa State here, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that town and that stadium is just going to be crazy. Uh, that's this one's going to be hard to beat, I think.
0: Well, I mean, Utah BYU, I think those two come to mind as to me like the ones that I so far of the ones we've picked. Yeah, but where's the better tailgating? No, of course. I mean, what in BYU? What are you going to float? You're trying, you're trying to float some girl's uh, SUV or soak whatever the fuck it is.
2: Um, well, that's my point. So, I mean, obviously not just the gamer watching, but the whole experience.
0: I'd be sitting there grabbing a beer and then saying this to her. Yeah, hey,
3: motherfucker, I eat everything. I eat the pussy. I eat the butt. I eat every
0: motherfucker. <laughs> shout shout out to luck. Samuel Jackson. Uh, true romance, classic line there. Um, yeah, what do you think this line will be? I think Iowa State's going to be the favorite because I think everyone's on Iowa State this year, and it's in Ames. Mm. But it can't, they're not going to give you too many points, right? Iowa State,
1: uh, a field goal at yeah, most, right? Yeah, because yeah, these games
0: so. have been wild. Dude, lately. I didn't
1: realize Iowa had that strong of a finish last year. I mean, they would have whipped Michigan, and then they they you know if they had been dealt Missouri for their bowl game, they would have whipped them. Yeah, that would have been an amazing what eight and two season for them. But still, like like Nick said, super impressive in those six. Parents is so underrated, man.
0: I mean, look, Matt Campbell's, um, I think those are probably two of the most underrated coaches
1: in the country, Yeah. but uh, yeah. Ferris always quietly does a great job could there. It'd be a sleeper game in terms of uh, implications. Like, I mean, if, if a Michigan state or a Washington could sneak into the playoffs, you know, yeah. then I'll, a, a Washington or a uh, Iowa or Iowa state has that potential too.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Uh, now yeah, this game should be higher. Yeah. yeah it should time. be like, well, I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Uh, I I think it should be higher though. Um, Let's bounce around. We are now at Patty C here getting, getting the next pick here. Round three begins
1: Mm. now there are a few, I think you've got one of them and I'll leave that one for you, Uh, (laughs) but that, that one's tempting. I'm going to go with one that I think has a little bit of personal flavor for me. Uh, Let's go back to the days of the big eight and we're going to go. Wait, the swack you mean. Oh, was it swack swack, I think.
0: If you're going if you're going where I think you're going.
1: We're going uh Are you going to it?
0: Fayetteville? Are you going to Sam Pittman's, uh, Oh,
1: this game is in Fayetteville. Too. Yeah, so you're oh, going to get a fucking shit. pulled pork sandwich? Damn right, right? I am. <laughs> Texas travels to Arkansas in what should be a big test early for our boy now, S- S-
0: Sam Pittman or no,
1: S- Steve Sarkeesian. Steve Sarkisian.
0: Steve Sarkeesian, that's a guy. That's a guy. Uh, how long? You know, Tito's is is located in Austin, Texas. Tito's vodka. How long before <laughs> he's
1: pulling on before
0: S- Sarkeesian's uh, missing practice? And when they ask him, when the reporters finally get <laughs> when they finally get to his door, how long before he does this?
3: Well, I don't get, get the comb. But-
0: <laughs> uh this is—I I will say—this is an intriguing matchup. This is a really intriguing matchup, and and because uh, I I don't know that I'm on. I mean, Texas loses Ellinger now. That freshman they had looked great in that Colorado game, um, but Arkansas, was, despite their losing record, and they got hosed in that Auburn game, kind of played better. They were better than I thought they would be. So I think this could be a a, a dangerous game for the Longhorns, and I, I, part of me wants to take Arkansas on the an upset. Line? Yeah. I mean, what do you think this? What do you think about this game, NC Nick?
2: I would say, yeah, watch out for that quarterback, KJ Jefferson for Arkansas. He uh, he played, you know, some spot duty last year. Um, Who was the quarterback that transferred in there last year for Arkansas?
0: Oh man, no, the he's gone. Because Starkel was at San Jose State. They had it was uh, SMU. Frank Frank's Frank's right. Yeah, uh, Felipe. Uh, Franks. Felipe Franks. Yeah,
2: yeah. So Franks played most of the year. KJ Jefferson got a little bit of burn against Missouri, man. He went 18 of 33 for 274 and three touchdowns. I think, uh, you know, with Frank's gone, I think, I think Arkansas's offense is in pretty good hands here. I like what I saw of the young guy Jefferson here. So yeah, I think they were better than their three and seven record. And this is going to be a tough test for Texas. Uh, Assuming Texas gets by Louisiana Lafayette in week one, this is going to be Sark's first challenge here and, uh, you know, I expect Texas to be favored and I'm thinking I will take the road dog, maybe not money line, but I think this is going to be a close game. I
0: had it number six on my list. Mm. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm curious what this line will be too, but uh, I would say, you know, this is a classic old school matchup. I almost feel like I, I, I wish this game would happen every year in a way, but uh Pittman really, really overachieving. And uh, I don't know. I mean, what do you think? How, how fast you think Sarkisian will have it rolling? Well, I don't think he's
1: going to have the offense clicking, you know, like it, it was at Alabama, obviously. I mean, when you think about Alabama, how much of a talent advantage (laughs) do they have on every dude, I saw
0: some, some, the sec network touting a uh, mock draft on, on, uh, Hey, this is the sec. We 12 players projected in the first round, which is great, right? Yeah. But like seven or eight of them were from Alabama. So I was like, you take <laughs> Alabama away from this equation and you have like the fucking ACC over there. Right. You know what I mean? Like uh, that, so I, that's a great point that you bring up. But Sarkisian, despite it being Texas and yes, they are
1: talented. It's not Alabama talent, yeah, not even close. I, I, I think, I mean, honestly, Arkansas is not nearly in the same talent realm as Texas, but I think Pittman has uh, probably instilled some physicality there. And I don't know that that, I mean, I think Tom Herman had done a decent job coaching him. I don't think he did a terrible job there, but I think the expectations were higher than he was able to achieve, obviously. But I just think that this could be a, from a talent standpoint and a toughness standpoint and a physicality standpoint, a closer game than, you know, most people typically think when they think Texas versus Arkansas.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I dude, This is a potential. I'm going to, I'm going to let the the people know already. This is a potential (coughs) money line play for for pick Dundee over here. Um, uh, All right. NC Nick, it's on you first pick of the third or no second pick of the third round. Where where are you going? Where are you taking? I'm us? not gonna say this game for you because I'm here to pick
2: the best games that I feel are the best. <laughs> I don't care if you're after me. I'm taking Texas A&M at your Colorado Buffaloes. Well, I guess technically it's at Mile High. Yeah, I hate that.
0: It's, I hate that. Shame on college football for for putting it away from Boulder. True, but, but
2: give A and M a little bit of credit here because you're always the one that says the SEC plays these neutral sites in Atlanta or New Orleans or somewhere like in their own territory. So give a little bit of yeah. credit for AM to go to, you know, what, 30 minutes. Well, th- this south
0: was, of Boulder. Yeah, th- and this was supposed to be in Boulder until like 2 months ago.
3: Mm,
2: this thing cha-
0: I don't know, but it changed last second. But uh no, I will give credit. And my thing is I, I this is an old Big 12 matchup. Uh so so I'm really excited to watch that, but uh another thing is I, I'm compelled to see how the SEC will do out on the road, yeah. I mean, l- the last time an SEC team played at Colorado, it was the Georgia Bulldogs with AJ Green and they lost. So, and that was de- with Dan Hawkins. So, look, yeah. and to cue Dan Hawkins here, all right, when I know they're not there anymore, but let's just it's division one football, <laughs> <laughs> it's a big 12, it ain't in murals,
1: <laughs> it ain't in So, I mean, go wh- play in murals, brother. <laughs> 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 what happened when the SEC went you, to you cut it uh, short. <laughs> Colorado
0: yeah. State, yeah. I mean, Arkansas lost at Colorado State. Vanderbilt has to do that this year. Um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. A lot of a lot of times when you go to, I've made this argument, and I feel like we're just shitting on the SEC here. But I'm that's saying in do. general, yeah, when you're a, a team, when you're a conference that doesn't really hit elevation or or weather. I mean, if they, you know, yeah. they it, have their own changes. type of weather. Yeah. They have like humidity and, and rain and yeah. shit like it that, can but be brutal, but I mean, history is on my side. I look at the, look at the PAC 12s history Yeah, hosting the ACC and the, uh, the SEC. They, they dominate yeah. in the past 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Going um, to
1: elevation is a different ball game, dude. I went over, I went up to Utah, right? Mm-hmm. My buddy who lives over there. I started doing a 15 20 minute workout. I felt like I had blood in my lungs. It's different. Yeah. You're not used to it when you're at 10,000 feet of elevation. And you're not like, thinking that when you watch Rocky Ford, are you? <laughs> no, but Rocky definitely was spewing blood and you didn't see it. You can't win. <laughs> All right, no, I'm going back to this game quick, right now. Yeah.
2: Look, I, we got to talk a little bit more about this game before we just breeze past it cuz maybe you're a little afraid of the Aggies coming in here. Look, I know Jimbo Fisher we I don't think we're the, the biggest fans of his, but his three years, nine and four, eight and five. Last year, nine and one. So you got some momentum coming in here. Kellen Mond is gone after no, he's back, years. right?
0: He's back, I think, right? No, he's he's gone, right? I think because he can use that extra eligibility. I thought I read that he's not going to the pros and coming back. I could be wrong. I could be wrong on that. Anyway,
2: Patty, Patty can you Google that real quick? Kellen fact, Mond, fact checked me. I thought he was a goner because what? he's he's seriously he's as old as me. He's been yeah, but where are you gonna go?
0: Where are you gonna go? You know, you are gonna go playing for Canada? Uh it yeah, looks he like he's—he is gone. He yep. is gone. Yeah, okay. I think he got an
2: assistant manager
0: job at Red Robin. <laughs> yeah, damn it, man! I didn't want him. I wanted him back because I don't think—I think there's a ceiling so, on that offense with him there.
2: Well, apparently, the new quarterback. I guess it sounds like it's gonna be Zach Calzada, who who was only a three-star coming out of Georgia. Um, he hasn't played much at all, so you you have that in your favor but you know, AM's and m is going to rely on that running game with Isaiah Spiller and Anina Smith and the Buffaloes were only the 84th country, uh, 84th best defense in, in rushing last year. Mm. I kind of stumbled saying that, but they <laughs> gave up 181 yards per game on the ground, 5.43 yards per carry. I'm just saying, watch out Isaiah Spiller. You might want to rock. He was our boy last year in DFS. He might have a big game against your Buffaloes.
0: Well, the good thing is we fired our defensive coordinator. He's now with the Florida Gators. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, got promoted. Well, no, he's he's like a he's like a defensive analyst or something. He's not he's not a DC. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, look, I, I, Carl Durrell exceeded every expectation I had. I thought last year we might go winless, right? Because we had lost a ton the, the previous year. And I was, I mean, taking a safety and bringing him to quarterback. And Sam Neuer, he's back. Uh, I was also impressed with Brandon Lewis, and I'm curious if Neuer will win that matchup. I don't know if you guys. I mean, we got we got our ass kicked by uh, Texas Texas in the Alamo Bowl. Um, He can't throw the ball. Neuer can't just can't throw it. uh, Well, Brandon Lewis is the highly touted freshman from uh, Louisiana. He's still a freshman this year because of the COVID situation, and he came in and was a real big spark. To uh to Colorado dual threat quarterback, uh, I think he's your future because because he, he can throw the ball better than Neuer. I mean, give Neuer
2: credit for filling in at quarterback when he was playing safety in the spring or something. Yeah, yeah, he's has I like yeah. him, man. I like he's him just yeah. he's just limited. He's yeah, limited. He's not a quarterback. You know, throwing the ball.
0: But uh, Jarek Broussard, uh, the offense should be fine, and I think Mike Elko, good defensive coordinator for A and M, that'll be an Do interesting it. matchup because Jarek Broussard, L- Levante Chenault, Dimitri Stanley, son of Walter Stanley, they uh, weapons, and and Brendan Rice, the son of uh, uh, Jerry Rice. I mean, this I, I I think this is the best receiving core Colorado's had probably since since the days of Michael Westbrook, Ray Carruth, James Kidd. Blake right.
1: Anderson, do I need to go no, on and it doesn't on It not stack up to that one nearly, but actually this Dude, one was this pretty, one is pretty fucking good, man. Yeah, we're gonna see how Rice uh keeps progressing. But they Sam Noyer was basically Patty C at Herndon High. <laughs> <laughs> Pop gun Patty. What,
0: what do you think this line will be? I actually think AM's are gonna be like a double digit favorite. Double digit favored. I think because AM was they ended the season yeah, yeah. like as the team that almost made the playoffs. Well, they were nine and one last year. Yeah.
1: How how legitimate was that nine and one? And let's be honest, Colorado kept it closer than that seventeen point loss against Utah. That, yeah, was, th- a,
0: that was some garbage points late. That was a close game. It came down to like a, a play or two here and there late.
2: All right. So that nine and one, I mean, all right, so they beat UNC in the bowl game. With UNC's with...
0: whole roster out, by the way. True, true. They yeah.
2: beat Auburn on the road in December, solid. Beat Tennessee on the road in December. Tennessee sucked. Um, had Auburn yeah.
1: become solid by December? Auburn was
2: counterfeit all. all year to me. All but yeah, still, I mean, still all a, fucking year. I, it's, on yeah. the road is still a decent win. Um Yeah, it, is. They, they, it they, is. they beat Florida, they beat they won at Mississippi State, they beat Arkansas, beat South Carolina. they were pretty good last year.
0: Ah, but they still weren't as good as that record indicates. And I was lobbying that for them to I know, kind of agree. I kind of agree, which I I don't know. If if I'm getting double digit points here, I might think
2: about taking the Buffalo's. I cover.
0: bet you it's A&M minus 11. That's, that sounds about right. Minus 11, A&M minus 11. I can uh, see AM winning
1: like 35-28 or something, 35-30. Mm, mm. I wouldn't uh I wouldn't touch that one myself.
0: Um uh, okay, well look, I'm going to take us to this next one here. Um and a game that I was planning to go to last year before COVID hit. I'm going to take you to Cal. I think Cal is a is a team that last year obviously uh uh COVID just ruined uh their season in my opinion. Like uh, they had so many players that once again I, it was almost like the situation with uh, Minnesota or something but Cal uh, at TCU, I almost went to this game in Berkeley last year, but it didn't happen obviously. But uh, this is, uh, I'm kind of one that's still bullish on Cal this year. I was bullish on them last year, pre COVID. And I think that uh, this team is going to be pretty good. I, and and TCU is kind of a team that I think might be heading in the right direction too, with that, with that stud quarterback play. I have no idea who wins. Obviously I would favor TCU, I think, but, um, I think this is an awesome matchup between two great defensive head coaches.
1: I mean, definitely maybe like the most deceptive one and three record in the country. Yeah. A one point loss missed ag- extra point against Stanford, yeah. <laughs> Missed extra and point, a four point loss <laughs> yeah. at Oregon state. Yeah. So, and a win against the PAC 12 champion. O- yeah. Ducks. Yeah. They're a
0: decent team. And that's with a lot of players out with, uh, they had COVID problems and yeah. they still beat Oregon. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember which games they did, but uh, I know they had some yeah, COVID they were decimated yeah. for sure. Um, uh, what do you think of this game, Nick? I'm a big fan of this game. I think it's a you know an off the
2: radar really good game here. Uh, Yeah, TCU went six and four last year, won their last three games. I like Max Dugan at quarterback with his dual threat abilities. Yeah, 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 and and they got some playmakers there too, man. That running back Zach Evans, a five star. Yeah, and uh, Tay Barber at wide receiver. I think in general, I think the offense has to be a little bit more creative to get these guys the ball in space because that offense got stagnant at times but they have talent there, especially offensively. Defense is always solid. And you know, Cal's going to have a good D under Justin Wilcox. Uh, and, and they got the senior co- uh, quarterback, Chase Garbers back here. So we have two relatively equal teams here. I think this is going to be a really good game. It won't get the publicity that some of the other ones that we've mentioned above will get, but it should, cause this game is going to be close. It's going to be exciting.
0: Yeah. I can't, I, I can't wait to watch it. I'm assuming TCU three and a half point favorite. What do you think? If, if they're giving
1: me anything more than a field goal, we'll yeah, give me the dog. I guess give me a cow. That sounds about right. You know, I think the Pac-12 and the Big 12 should uh, chop it up a little more. Yeah, you know, if the ACC, SEC are going to do this thing, and then. I mean, I guess well, the they do the big, they do the
0: big 10, big 10 packs. Yeah, like Oregon
1: States to. at, at uh, Purdue yeah, Washington true. is at Michigan, Michigan. And, and Oregon is at Ohio that's true. state. True. Glad, they, glad to see all three on the road. Uh, <laughs> but like, all right, this is kind of, it almost defeats the purpose of like the whole special thing about the Rose bowl. If you're playing already like th- th- this shit was invented in 1901 or 1902. And it's like, yeah, you had to take a fucking train across the country to go somewhere warm in January back in the day. Okay, but if you're going and playing these teams, it takes the the, the yeah the, the special thing yeah. the pizzazz away yeah. from it. Does
2: anybody give a shit about the tradition of the Rose Bowl? I Bill could care
0: under less, dude. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, if, I'm so if, if sick of this. Sixty
2: or above, nobody cares about the tradition we, we, of the Rose Bowl or the Rose Bowl Parade.
0: We've talked about this forever. I, man. I like it. Yeah, you're like I one can. of the w- probably the only person in my life that I've met that cares, <laughs> right? And and it's ridiculous to me. It like this is it's like them ruining the Colorado Colorado State game or the Colorado Nebraska or the Pit West Virginia, the A and M Texas game. They they're always wanted to say that they, they're, they're behind tradition when it's, they're just completely full of shit and they're hanging on. There's just like a, an old, you know, like club yeah. of, of old boys here that are just like, Oh, we have the state of this. No, I could care less about the sugar bowl. You couldn't tell me which I wouldn't remember which game was the fucking sugar bowl. Which game was the outback bowl. I like, yeah, it. you're the only one that's ever cared oh, about I like that. the Bowl <laughs> tradition,
1: but I will say this. I would not sacrifice like a legitimate, like playoff for the Bulls at this point, dude. Not at all.
0: I've met ne- you're honestly. I cannot recall one other person I've met <laughs> that Come has on. said
1: like, "Hey, I love the bowl season." Would you say <laughs> that? Okay, you haven't seen enough championship and huge games in New Orleans, the party at. I mean, I, mean, I don't give a fuck about the Fiesta no, bowl, what, but like
0: to me, like football should be where the t- like you should spread it around
1: globally throughout your country. I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but if I could. Watch Florida State and fucking F- Florida playing the Sugar Bowl again, like I no. did in 1997. I found that it, shit amazing. Oh, I found amazing. I don't
2: care if it's a Sugar Bowl. I, I mean, I'd rather not watch it. I, it, it, watch it in a dome, I can right? I can watch those, but I don't care if it's a Sugar Bowl or the Rose Bowl or the Fiesta Bowl. the The title of the bowl game means nothing to me.
0: Yeah, and and don't you wouldn't you want to see it outdoors? Like to me, it's like one of the first things I think it was like, Oh God, these college football, the bowl games, there's so many fucking
1: dome games,
0: the Alamo dome, the, the, uh, the, 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 the Atlanta game. That means less yeah. now.
1: Uh, there, there was a time when there was something special about it being played in, in a dome, you know, but not anymore. I'd I never want to watch a football game in a dome, let alone.
0: Uh, I could care less. Honestly, I have uh, no, I mean, yeah, I, I just don't, I could care less what bowl game I, I have no recollection of which one is what. Right. Cuz well, they don't matter point, to yeah, me. They all kind of yeah. bleed
1: into each other. Anyway. But
0: uh anyway, yeah, let's get to this. Next up on the on the pick sheet is uh is Patty C. It's back on you, round 4. We got to speed this thing up, man. Yeah, let's Ah,
1: yeah. Uh bup, 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 bup. I mean Look, look, I know
0: where he's going, Nick. Right? Uh, is he going to Charlottesville? <laughs>
1: I think I am going to Charlottesville. <laughs> I mean, okay. this just isn't that compelling of a game, though. I have to find something else on this slate. I've been chopping. Well, you got Beal- I think it could be Beal Mendenhall. There's going to be 700 handoffs in this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, Brennan Armstrong. Um, I'm a fan of Brennan Armstrong. I am too. I, he's a wild card quarterback. You never know what you're going to get from him. Sometimes. Some people say a little Steve Young in him.
2: lefty, <laughs> Steve, Steve, Steve
1: <laughs> Young,
0: without the talent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's got
1: the talent. He's just got the left hand. Yeah. That's that's the only comparison. Yeah. Um, and he can run a little bit. Yeah. He's got a little wild card to him. Um, it will be interesting, and we're going to see how how quickly Bielma gets this thing going. I don't know that it, what what surprises me, and I guess it shouldn't be so surprising is uh, systems like the, the spread or the read option. They tend to take, they, it seems like it's only like a couple plays, but they're so based on precision that they only work if you're perfect at them, you know? Yeah. And so repetition, rep- repetition, Bielma doesn't do that. Bielma is going to come in, smash the ball. I think he should be able to do that with relative success early on. Then again, I expect hall's defense to be tough. I expect a little bit of a slugfest here, a defensive battle. And, uh, hopefully, you know, the experience, the the quarterback play, it all leads to a, a win for UVA, but could be a pretty damn good game. It's easy to see a tide turn.
0: There, there it is. Easy to guys. see a tide
1: turn. Ah,
2: nice. Nice. Um, can we, can we get the clip of him talking about the, uh, the female doctors,
0: uh, or Dan Marino and his dynamic wife. I love it because he's like, I hung out with the seventy two Dolphins, and then he's like, Dan Marino and his dynamic wife. Dan Marino was not on the seventy two Dolphins. You fuck. Um, I'm like,
2: what the fuck does dynamic wife mean?
0: Yeah. Well, he even pauses too. George W. goes like, I hung out with Dan Marino, and then he got pauses like he's thinking about her ass or something. He's like, and his dynamic wife. All right.
2: About my wife, dynamic. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean dynamic? Yeah, you <laughs> son of a bitch. It's just a weird <laughs> adjective to
1: use. I don't understand <laughs> it. What's it mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, too much excitement going on there. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay. So so where are you go you're going with this game? Illinois, at Virginia, right? Wahoo baby. This is yeah, I think it I think it could be a really good game,
2: especially if Illinois Beast Nebraska week one, which is possible.
0: Yeah, if, I I'm taking Nebraska, but I, I I could see it happening. Wouldn't shock I me. Think,
2: yeah. And so with Illinois playing in week zero, they could be two and oh in this game
0: mm. and for UVA,
2: you know, after this game, three of the next four are road games at UNC at Miami at Louisville, you know, they're going to drop one or two, at least of those games. So I think they really need this game. So yeah, I mean, I, I had it number 14 on my list,
1: no looking ahead though, for UVA, they should be completely ready for this, a little warm up against William and Mary. Hopefully won't give them too much trouble. But uh what do you think? Virginia minus 3, right? Sounds about right.
2: Yeah. That's what I'm and thinking. And I think I think UVA can hold serve at home.
1: Yeah. Uh all right. Uh let's bounce along. It's there's on There's one on here what? that I can't believe we haven't said yet. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think you're going to get uh, to it if yeah. Nick doesn't.
0: Uh Nick, where are you going here? Where are well, you taking there, us? It, so there's there's two games
2: on the schedule here that have mid-majorish home state North Carolina schools on the road. One, actually one of them is on the road. One's at home against big boys. I'm going to go with the school. I like more, you know, I'm an app state guy. There it is. You know, I'm a mountain guy, mountaineers. I'm buying property close to the stadium here so I can go to app state games. I go to more of them. So uh, I'm going app state at Miami. Oh yeah. Uh, Really looking forward to this one. I mean, it's, it appears Miami's going to lose week one against Alabama, you know? So this game is huge for them. They can't go in an O two hole here and whatever you got.
0: And they go have ahead. Michigan State on deck
2: after App go. State. And yeah. Whenever App State has a chance, like well, like we said, when they went into the big house and they took down Michigan, <laughs> they, whenever they got they a w- chance
0: against the big boys, they're gonna show up. They've done it, man. They beat South Carolina at South Carolina, they beat Michigan at Michigan. They took Tennessee to overtime in a game that I everyone watching that, including all of Tennessee right. knew that App State was the better team. They just couldn't make a Beat field
2: UNC at UNC two yeah. years ago State well, I was
0: in Boone. T- took Penn State to overtime in a in a game. No, we still, I I would I would say that most people think App State deserved to win that game. Uh, some some craziness late in that game. App State has always been one to show up against the When, you, when
1: you read the resume yeah. out like that, it is pretty impressive.
0: Yeah. Now I am a little worried
2: about this new coach, um, you know, Sean Clark. I, they were eight on the surface, eight and three regular season last year is pretty good, but they should have been better. They had more talent. They should have of of won some of those games here. So I'm a little jury still out on the head coach here. We'll see how he does. Uh, and we also got a new QB at app state. So um, Chase Bryce uh,
0: coming in former Clemson recruit though, man, there you go. There you St- go. Strong chance. Yep. He could be the best quarterback on the field. If, right. if King's not ready, if King's not ready. Yeah, that's true. Go app state beat Miami. Yeah. I like it. I'm all over it, man. I, my, when you pull up the fact Miami didn't beat a team with a winning record in the ACC last year, I think app state could win this game.
2: There's Probably. also a record. I don't have it at, uh, at my fingertips, but teams, the game after playing Alabama, yeah, cause they're just like beat up. So yeah. teams like playing that, that, that game after that, the week after they don't have a good record. I, I don't know what the record is. I just remember hearing that stat over the last couple of years. So that could go in App State's favor as well.
1: A team like Miami probably fancies themselves as capable of beating Alabama too. So you know they'll probably come away from that game pretty deflated, which means App State's in a great spot. Like you said, App State always shows up. Uh and for this coach, what a great way to, you know, kick off his tenure.
0: Yeah. I uh, can't wait to watch that one. I'm assuming Miami is going to be like about a, uh, I'd say about a 12 points favorite.
1: Sounds about right. Uh, um, give me App State all day on. Yeah, that.
0: App State all day. Sprinkle some on the money line. You heard it here in fucking April. All right. <laughs> uh, look, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna stay in the state of North Carolina. Although that game is in Miami, I'm saying App State's playing there. They represent Boone, North Carolina. Well, I'm gonna take you to Greenville, North Carolina, the real place for <laughs> for mid major <laughs> college football. And uh, look, app state plays ECU week one, right? So we get to see how app state will play ECU is going to get that win in week one. And then guess what I didn't even see this one. Yeah. We'll
2: see about that. buddy.
0: South Carolina, you know, the past two times they've scheduled this, they've canceled, (laughs) they've canceled the games in Greenville. You go back to that 91 year with Jeff Blake. I think one of the last times we played these guys and we beat them. So you got Shane Beamer coming into Greenville, North Carolina. You guys know the beamers have a tough time in Greenville, North Carolina. <laughs> all right, I wrote that same thing down on my sheet here. <laughs> so, you know, give me this. All right. You know, my pirates are going to be ready for this look Holton Now there's this guy third year starting at the helm. This guy's Tim Tebow 2.0 without the crazy Jesus stuff. All right. He's going to get the win here. His dad is the radio announcer for the pirates. This team has finally been building and building and building <laughs> for this. Scotty Montgomery set them back for so long. We got two good running backs, three good running backs. We got some good wideouts. This is gonna be the Pirates' year. Look, are you s- ready to
1: run through a brick wall, Nick? I yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> come on. This, man. <laughs> this- I'm ready
2: to go to Greenville and do
0: some keg stands. Fuck yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, this place
0: is gonna be lit.
1: Dude, this- Dottie Ficklin, fifty thousand can sometimes bring it.
0: Yeah, I saw it today. Oh, I- Especially
2: like a year removed yeah. from ha- from, being, from from having a game, the first game
0: back. Yeah. Oh man, that place is gonna be wild. I can't <laughs> wait, man. I can't wait. Maybe I should go to this fucking game. Let's do it. But uh, wh- what do you guys think about this game? I actually think we have a decent shot because South Carolina opens up against Eastern Illinois, who's like a Division two school essentially. They play in the FCS, but they're dog shit. So they are not gonna they're not gonna know what they're facing here when they schedule uh, you know ECU in Greenville in a Hornets nest. This is where this is Mike Houston's statement game. Even if we lose to app state and Mm -hmm. Charlotte at Jerry Richardson stadium, this is the real statement game for Mike Houston.
1: Who did uh, Beamer bring on as his coordinators? Let's see. Uh, Marcus Satterfield. Don't know a ton about him. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to find out who these guys are. Pretty soon here, but I do think that you know a guy with no head coach experience going against a former national champion at one of the greatest universities in America, James <laughs> Madison University's zone, Mike one Houston. Yeah, I'd say the coaching edge at this point goes to ECU. Can
0: we just call it and say ECU on the money line? I expect Carolina to be like a seven to ten point favorite, maybe even more.
2: Uh, I, I think the pirates have a real chance here. I totally agree. I think ECU has a real chance at home against an overrated sec E school, the not so game Cox because of oh. people canceling this game.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, here we go. Okay. Uh, let's
1: bounce over to you, Patty C we're in round five now. Okay. I had one. Um, uh, this one, it really, I get off on these border battles a little bit. I think, uh, you know, you have recruiting like territory at stake here. And really I've been watching the golden Guido kind of uh, develop, develop in the recruiting rankings. I think he's got a big opportunity. Obviously both of these teams should Rightfully, I mean, really, it's pathetic that you know when 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 New York City's got a big football game,
0: he's putting this game here. I'm putting Syracuse right. God, (laughs) I will never understand your mind. All right, I I will. I had it at 22, dude. I had this far back. I had this pretty far back. But well,
1: because you're not Syracuse won one game last year. You're not taking the Golden Guido seriously. You're not. There's some angles. There's some interesting angles, but it's, it's 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 prime like branding opportunity here for Rutgers. You know, you get a uh, New York, you basically take this, the city of New York over by beating Syracuse and that's 19 million people. That's the, the, you know, New York city hasn't bought in yet, you know, to Rutgers football. And this is where they do it New York city will never buy into Rutgers yeah. football, <laughs> What they fucking <laughs> light up the buildings red. They already did it. You know, uh, Syrac- uh, Syracuse is the afterthought dude, this in New is,
0: York. This is New York city talking about Rutgers football. <laughs> all right? Because they don't fucking care. Yeah, right? Right? City, <laughs> yeah, that's
1: fair enough. But I do think that Rutgers is definitely, I was pointing out that stat earlier among like in the last 18 years since 2002, Ohio state and LSU are both power five teams with only like, like recruiting hotbed power 5, uh, states with only one power five school. And they've been in nine of the last 18 national championships combined. So every other year you're getting either Ohio state or LSU in the national championship. I don't think that is because anything more than they have the state, a talented state all to themselves. L- and L- lo and L- behold Rutgers is fucking figuring that out. They have a top 10 recruiting class right now.
0: Last week we we all said Ohio might beat
1: Syracuse week one. So if Ohio beats Syracuse, <laughs> well, I just don't right? see a lot of, look, let's, let's be honest here. Week two is just no. not week two is not week one. Yeah, it's You there. missed an obvious one or two there. Well, that, I was fucking yeah. talking to you guys. We're so far down the list. I don't have like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like in in fantasy here. football
2: where like, if you know your picks coming up in your draft and you have a guy in front of you, sometimes, you know, that guy kind of thinks like you and every time he grabs your player. Yeah. <laughs> Patty
0: sees the opposite for me. I'm like, he, he's not going to take
1: my game. My pick is safe <laughs> as can be.
0: All right, so uh, that that puts it on me here. And look, I I'm tempted. We, me and Patty, she talked about this one on no, Sunday. Hold on. It's after Patty's me, right? See, this is why oh, yeah. I'm confused. Yeah, I'm sorry, it is we're going you. all yeah. over yeah. the place. No, it is you. I'm try sorry. Trying to try, to, try <laughs> to jump in front, that, man. That's the silver bullet talking. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
2: it, this pick is interesting here because there's a couple of decent games and there's a couple of local games I like. I think I can wait and take this game the local one next round. So I'm going to go ahead and say Pitt at
0: Tennessee. Mm, interesting. Patty C was making the case for this one. I think Tennessee is just so depleted from the transfer portal, but Pitt is a team that never really whoops, you know, a power 5 team's ass, I feel like um yeah. yeah.
2: And I mean, like we I think we all agree that Josh Heupel that, that, hire was very, very questionable. Uh, if anything, UFC got worse under his watch. So UCF, why he, UCF. Is of,
1: he's sorry, been drinking West. the bullet yeah. over there too, man, <laughs>
2: <laughs> UCF central Florida, <laughs> the very golden Knights got worse under his watch. So why he is deserving of a bigger job. I'm not sure. Uh, but I mean, this, this UT athletic department, you know, uh, Alan Cooley, sorry, buddy, man. Uh, you know, he, uh, headphones or something. Don't, don't listen here, but how can they screw up another hire? Lane Kiffin, Derek Dooley, Butch Jones, Jeremy Pruitt, now Josh Heupel. I, I think all have? of those
0: are almost uh, 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 Saban disciples. I feel like a lot of those were or future Saban coaches. But what, what do we <laughs> have against Hypo? dude? I was thinking about this on the. I, I listened to our our episode uh, talking about Ryan Silverfield in Memphis, and the fact they won that game last year. I think. UCF was up twenty one with like seven minutes left, or or, and and to lose that game, Heupel does this. He did it against Pitt when he was at UCF. He out coaches himself. Yeah, right. And and he'll he'll do like you run out the clock. You have a chance to run out this clock, and instead you throw a fucking pass.
1: Well, I'll I'll say this because I can never tell with you, Colby, personally whether you're going to say a coach is getting too conservative or if you should stay aggressive or he got too aggressive. Like for me at the end of that Cincinnati game, even though like, when you look at it, yes, they should have against Georgia run the fucking ball and put a half minute on the clock. Definitely should have forced yes. Georgia to go 70 yards to kick the field goal with a half minute left. Especially of, you're not even a passing team, but you knew they weren't going to get the first down and I credit fickle for fucking, you know, staying aggressive and st- instead of being conservative the entire, I, I, I would have picked a, a different time to get aggressive than like yes. the last especially moment, especially
0: because but, I mean, yes, you're going to play action, but you're a run heavy
1: team. Uh, Cincinnati, yeah. you're talking about. Well, they weren't moving the ball. They did nothing. The whole doesn't second-
0: matter. You, they, you, neither was Georgia.
1: <laughs> well, no, Georgia was, was coming back steadily throughout the second half. Cincinnati was. They they got up early and then they fucking got conservative. They should have been aggressive and they took a shot rather than fucking put the ball in Georgia's hands. Now they should. Well,
0: is have- the opposite of that though.
1: We, no, I think you said Heupel's the same thing. He he passed when he should. Well, run. no,
0: but he's always overly aggressive. Yeah, I mean Cincinnati got conservative at one point in that game. Where you're saying yeah. So uh, Heupel to me is stays like stays
1: over aggressive. Oh
0: my god! Like to a point. Like sometimes, like what are you doing? You're putting your you are hurting your team. Yeah, you're hurting your team, and I've seen it multiple times. And I also question the physicality of his teams when he does that approach uh, of his offenses, like the way he does it. But yeah, yeah. We'll see true. how that works at Tennessee. I mean, I. I I don't think it's a horrible hire, but I don't think it's a good
1: hire either. I mean, I'm kind of inclined to agree with you. And especially like, yeah, if, if you're going to throw the ball around in any situation and like when it comes down to time to gain a yard and you're still throwing the ball. Yeah. Your team's going to get soft because they know they're not going to have to earn that fucking yard the hard way.
2: Yeah. Um, So quick, quick sidebar guys. We are five outs away from a, a perfect game by white Sox pitcher NC state Pitcher Carlos Rodone. Love I, Bull shouldn't, I shouldn't bring it up. <laughs> but not not a no hitter, a perfect game. Ooh. Mm. So well, if you got a TV over there, might want to flip it on. Now, uh, If
0: if he gets done with that, you you know, uh, you know, if he can close out and get those final five outs, uh, he, you know, the next time he comes back to where where you said he went to NC State, right? He did. Do they have a good program there? They do have a good uh, baseball program. Well, because UCU's got a really good program, so I know that they do as uh, well. UCU's <laughs> the real team here. But my point is, is if they come back, then uh, you know he's going to be doing the old Ric Flair, getting all the all the ladies Woo! after him. But I, I can't find my Rick. My my ah, my my I, dude. I've been stalling, trying yeah. to find, <laughs> he's trying to find over there. the <laughs> best looking man. But uh, uh, th- no, I st- I still don't have it. I
1: don't know.
2: I don't know. I might have deleted. You know, and uh, he's on my fantasy squad, and I'm playing him in DFS here, just saying that as well, you know.
1: Well, let me ask you this Why is the perfect game in baseball not like I threw 27 pitches? That would be the perfect fucking game.
2: Oh, come on. It's impossible.
1: I saw Mark Brunel. I saw Mark Brunel
0: for the Redskins, like not even in his prime, throw for like 24 straight passes, (laughs) uh,
1: completions. Yeah, that's right. Perfect means no errors. No walks, no hits. I mean, come on, man. Well, I guess no. I guess it would be nine strikes per inning, so that'd be eighty-one pitches. Would really be the perfect. <laughs> game. If you, I mean, if you could get them to ground out on every single pitch, that would be even more perfect. But yeah, that, that's asking a lot.
0: <laughs> and by the way, he's going to show up to North Carolina, NC State, rally saying like this:
1: "The best looking, man, there it is, <laughs> the best dressed man, long limousines, jet airplanes, custom made clothes." And any woman in the world I want. <laughs> How much ass was Ric Flair really getting back then? Evening? Speaking
2: Eat. of North Carolina, Ric Flair is from North Carolina. This mm. show is really should be dedicated to the state of North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> that is true.
0: Four uh,
2: outs, four outs to go. I'm sorry. I, I'm people my are bad, worrying my bad about. about
0: look, these Tennessee and Pit Panther fans out there are wondering what, where's the <laughs> breakdown of their fucking game? Instead, they're hearing about you know, fucking Nolan Ryan or something. I don't know. Uh, uh, pitt Tennessee look i think Pitt is, is in, in position to win this game i think Tennessee obviously Hendon Hooker is about it'll be interesting to see how how where Hypel can take Tennessee out the gate i mean they get Bowling Green who's pretty much like a shitty fcs team out the gate uh, in the mac in in Knoxville then they, they host Pitt but i think Pitt is going to be primed for this one man pitt i think Kenny Pickett sixth year senior quarterback uh, Mark Whipple mm. year 2 in that offense I think they're gonna roll. I think that I pit think point. pit rolls. Yeah.
2: Agreed. Kenny Pig has been there for as long as almost as long as Kellen Mom was at AM. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> true. Let me ask you this about Spike out. three more to go.
1: Sorry, there it go. is. There it is. Uh Hennon Hooker would be throwing the ball about ten times a game in Blacksburg. Is that an indication of Fuente's offense or is that because he doesn't put any trust well, into I can arm. tell
0: you, you don't want to do that against Pitt Cause they have good, uh, really good secondary. So
1: uh, how about that defense alignment for Pitt? that uh, uh, Aaron Donald yeah. just
0: fucking destroyed somebody. Why would you <laughs> fight Aaron Donald? Yeah. Look, you can give me all the alcohol in the world.
1: You know why you would? Cause he's going to get fucking paid.
2: Yeah. I will
0: true. do the dad in, in, Friday. You want a piece of this old man? No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Look, it's on my pick here. I'm done with your pit, Tennessee bullshit. You missed a grand opportunity to represent America. And you didn't, you really let me down, buddy. We are, what are we doing guys? Air force is at Navy guys on nine 11 mm-hmm. on nine 11. You fucking traitors! Right? Uh,
1: inappropriate. But Look,
0: th- th- this is America's game. This is why they move it to here. It was normally they play this later in the year. They moved it to this game uh, or this day. I didn't realize that. Yeah. and. uh and this is a money game triple option against triple option troy calhoun against kenny amatalola two of the most underrated coaches in america uh this is going to be an awesome game i mean i, I don't know who they would favor cuz i think air force was the better team a season ago but tra- air force won 40 to 7 last year yeah and i know that there was some co uh, believe it or not navy was missing a bunch of players but i believe air force was also missing their quarterback but once again triple option you just sub in another plug, another, plug and play yeah yeah uh, what do you think this line? Give me Navy minus three it's I think Navy gets
2: revenge. It is in uh, uh, Annapolis. Sorry to cut you off Patty. And one other quick stat before you can take a Patty is that so over the oh, last eight nothing, years, so go
1: ahead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> over the last eight years, it's the, these, the, the record is four and four with every team winning every other year. Mm. So apparently it's Navy's turn. Navy if is that, <laughs> that's worth anything.
0: Yeah. I mean, this game's great, dude. This game is better than Rutgers, Syracuse. Are you fucking kidding me? This game is better than a lot of these ones. It's probably better than Illinois, Virginia. <laughs> it's a game I'll tune into, but it's like the same teams every
2: year where, where the Rutgers angle is, what will Shiana do there? So I, I see Patty's point there. I, I had this one ranked. Actually, I had, I also had the Rutgers game ranked
0: slightly above this one, believe wow. it or not. I had this actually ranked higher than where it went. So I had it at the uh, number 13 game. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, it should be a great game. It is every year, except for last year. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was COVID. Uh all right. Uh Patty C, it is on you. It comes back to you. What are you going to go? There's
1: a lot out there. Uh I'm not seeing a lot out there, but I Really. I'm gonna- <laughs> there was
0: one that was a ball game last year that probably uh, I think I think everyone knows that this There's this, an SEC matchup.
1: Yeah. No. That's I'm, probably it
0: right there. No, no, no. I'm talking about one in the Big Twelve that that we are sleeping on that was a game oh, last year. And really, if that, the guy makes right. a field
1: goal, yeah. this
0: team wins.
1: Hmm Why am I not seeing it? It is.
0: I I'm referring to Tulsa,
1: Oklahoma State. What that's are you Scott what are up. you referring well, to? I uh, I saw that, but I guess I didn't realize there was only one team in the Big Twelve. Um I we were looking at the uh, Missouri-Kentucky game. I'm assuming, Nick. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That that's got some potential. Missouri hovered in the top. Is 25. that is that what you're doing, missouri Kentucky? Yeah, yeah, I think I'll do that. Uh, SEC East showdown and potentially with some uh, closet, I guess closets, uh, dark horse uh, SEC East contention.
0: Uh, if, if Kentucky can get can get solid QB play, they probably could win the SEC East some of these years. But they they yeah. They,
2: I, yeah, you have to give Stoops credit for like, you know, elevating that program to a level of respectability, but there's just nothing really compelling about Kentucky football.
0: I I feel like their defense is good. I feel like their O-line yeah. has been good. I feel like everything except for the skill positions.
1: Yeah. Well, that quarterback, quarterback. had uh that stepped in as wide receiver and uh Kind of torch tech in the bull, yeah. Game there. I forget his name, he's on the Raiders. Lynn Bowden, yeah,
0: no, he's actually got I think right. he
1: got traded to the Dolphins, so I think he's on the Dolphins. Yeah, now, he but was a compelling athlete, um, but definitely not the type of dude you look at and say that's good. That's I mean, yeah, they're not built for elite competition. Yet. Can't
0: you just get a dude? If if certain school, Fresno State pumps out quarterbacks, all right, yeah, they've been doing that for 30 years. Can, why can't a school like Kentucky find a quarterback? Right, right. Since Tim Couch, they had Mike Leach one for like three years, and they pumped out a top five pick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question.
2: I mean, this is Kentucky here, so they they're at a certain level here, whether they're a respectable SEC program where they beat the bad to average teams, and they lose the top teams. And yeah, you know they, they lose get. in
0: heartbreaking and fashion. It's like the year Florida with Trask they, they were beating Florida and and really outplaying them the whole game. And they injure Felipe Frank's trash comes in and all of a sudden that offense just goes crazy on, on them late in that game. And they come back and grab a win. They shouldn't have won. Same with uh, the Auburn game last year. Like we watched that and you're like, Kentucky is the better team. And they just keep fumbling opportunities away. It's mental.
1: And I'm sure that, that to some extent, the powers that be are playing a little hand in that, you know? Yeah the more interesting program is Missouri. Yeah. Cause Eli Drinkwits-
2: is, is looking yeah. great. Right. In year two, year one, five and five beat LSU all accounts, pretty good opening year, all things considered. Yep. Uh, and if you look at their, their schedule this year, it's kind of interesting. So they have a chance to be six and oh, mm. I mean, they got central Michigan, Kentucky at Kentucky is, is by no means a sure win for Missouri. Yeah, definitely but not very doable, but if they can get by Kentucky then they have Southeastern Missouri State, Boston College, Tennessee, North Texas.
0: Dude. Well the BC game could be uh, Jeff Hafley's doing a decent job with BC in year 1. That, but yeah, I think they they're probably going to be favored in that game, but it wouldn't shock me if BC upset them. But right. uh the so ch- I mean possible, crazy could they could be, easily and then they have a- be 6 yeah. And they
2: have 6 0 And they they have AM coming at home and then Vanderbilt. Wow. Could they be could they be eight No
0: traveling to Georgia? <laughs> they could. That would be. wild. I don't think it'll happen. That but would
2: be wild. I, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. But it's possible.
0: That's that's compelling. I mean, look. What do you think of like Kentucky's going to be the favorite in this game, right? I, I'd say Kentucky by what three? <laughs> I feel like every game I'm saying right now is by fucking three, right? <laughs> well, we're picking good games here. That's that's a point. They're, 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 they shouldn't be
2: blowouts.
0: <laughs> Probably. I'm, I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah. Kentucky minus 3 I don't know dude I kind of lean Missouri I think they figured out more things offensively than than Kentucky did a season ago if anything my opinion of Kentucky like I was bullish on them last year as they returned their whole O line yeah. they returned that quarterback uh the Oregon transfer who's now at New Mexico by the way I'm struggling to think of his name at the moment but is it Wilson Terry Wilson I think and uh I just ha- I I just think Last year was their chance.
1: I give you credit for having an opinion on Kentucky football. <laughs> I find it really hard. <laughs> I was watch.
0: bullish on them last year. You look at all the like. Normally, you follow the trend on returning starters. They've been putting players out in the in the NFL draft lately at a higher rate than they ever have. Yeah. And uh, I just thought this is the year they make their run. I also wasn't sold. Now, now, now. I mean, last year was their chance because there was no JT Daniels until midseason, and I thought Florida was a little counterfeit. Yeah. But. No, no. I think give me Missouri. Give me Missouri plus the the field goal if I get it. There it is. Um. Okay, Nick. It's on you. All
2: right. So I, I will leave that game, that Tulsa, the Tulsa Oklahoma State game for you. That should be a really good game. And and I have it not next because there's one other game, a little local flavor for me, which I'm going to put above it, which most people probably won't agree with. And and I agree that if you're once again, if you're a, an unbiased, neutral person. The get the Tulsa the Tulsa Oklahoma stadium is better, but I'm gonna go with Kansas at Coastal Carolina. My Shanta clears. I like this one. I like a this little one. biased again. Uh, you yeah, know, my my boys down in Conway, South Carolina. I've been a fan for a while. Well,
0: well, it, I mean, first off, well, well I don't get <laughs> you, that, I can tell you having a few bourbons over there, but uh, <laughs> look. Uh, Kansas. I mean, coastal Carolina, I think this will be three straight or four straight against them. If they get at least this win. three,
2: yeah, at least, at least three. So that last year they won 38, 23 in Lawrence. They uh freshman quarterback, Grayson McCall comes back for coastal coastal should be nasty again. And, and, and
0: you, you got to remember, Kansas doesn't have less miles anymore. Less miles was too busy.
3: Hey, motherfucker, I eat
0: everything. I eat the pussy, <laughs> I eat the butt. I eat every motherfucker. All right, when he was at LSU, he is done so less miles well, uh, you know, having to look, he's he's gone, but but Kansas did he have it going in the right direction? I kind of think he did. He was 3 3 and 18 in 2 years. Yeah, no, I know, didn't. but 2 <laughs> years ago. Look, I knew I knew last year they were going to be bad because they lost all all their like experience the year prior, right? The year prior. Texas needed the last-second field goal to beat them. They actually kind of played with some grit. I wonder they had a
1: couple of games in his first yeah. year. Yeah, uh, th- th-
0: I wonder if that can return. Um, well, they
1: they got a fucking twelve and one season with an Orange Bowl win, uh, a BCS bowl game win with the right coach. It's yeah. not like this with program. Mark
2: Mangino, uh, yeah. uh, Mike yeah. Leach assistant. And since Mark Mangino departed Lawrence it's been a total freaking nightmare there i yeah. mean well, where are though 5 and 19 in 2 years that, charlie Weiss, 5 and 22
0: david Beatty, 6 and 42 your boy Les miles <laughs> 3 and 18 and and emmett jones takes over as the head coach but emmett jones you know i don't know what to expect i think Car- uh, coastal carolina rolls right yeah
1: they, they should
0: i think they roll um, especially with mcconnel it, no it's in no, it's, it's in, in myrtle uh, beach or oh, well, conway conway, conway, conway yeah. um, Easy I'm with you. Uh, I didn't have this game. Look, and I'm a, I, I'm a coastal fan, but I did not have this game that high up. But uh, hey, you be you, buddy. All right, I think this Ooh. one might be a uh, an ass whooping. But um, so then it comes to me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take you to that. I I, I gotta play the Tulsa. How the Tulsa, many we got Oklahoma left? State. By the way, uh, we still have uh, what I think eleven picks, twelve picks, twelve picks to ten go. picks. Wait, because it starts with you. So yeah, I think we have 10 picks left. All right. Um, So I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Tulsa at Oklahoma state. I can't believe you guys. Do you guys remember this game a season ago?
1: Oh my God. That's what that's I'm right. saying.
0: Tulsa should have won this game. Yeah. They, they scored a touchdown to take the lead and a holding penalty. Garbage, Garbage holding penalty. Holding. Yeah. And then they kick a field goal, which would have gave them the lead for like a 21 yarder. they miss. Right, and if you look at the score, you say, "Well, well, Oklahoma State won by by two scores." Oklahoma State, like they got a garbage touchdown, like a seventy-five. Yeah, yeah. they got a garbage touchdown with like ten <laughs> seconds left. So this game, uh, I I can't wait to watch this one. I know Zavin Collins gone first round projection in the NFL draft for Tulsa, but Philip Montgomery I think has this golden hurricane program going in the right direction.
2: Well, look, uh, first off. Uh, bang, bang, play at first base guy sliding in head first to try to break up this complete game. <laughs> but look, Tulsa returns 10 stars on defense, all five, all five, all <laughs> five, offensive alignment here. Uh, <laughs> Tulsa is going to be legit this year. They do lose quarterback Zach Smith here, but Zach Smith was kind of erratic last year. So it, I wasn't a huge fan of his,
0: yeah, he had his moments where he was looked all right. And then he would leave very inconsistent from, from a, a season ago, but uh, uh, this is a great game. This is a, a much better game than Rutgers, Syracuse or Pitt, Tennessee guys, probably at the end of the day, I know Pitt, Tennessee is two power fives, but Tulsa deserved to win that game last year. I think it's going to be a ball game. in
1: still water. Uh, Spencer Sanders is coming back, right? Yes. But Hubbard's gone. Wallace, Wallace is gone. gone. Stoner has yeah. gone. Yeah. Interesting.
2: Uh, yeah, but you know what? I don't think they're gonna miss Hubbard that much. I mean, watch out for LD Brown and Desmond Jackson. Those two, LD those, Brown
0: was great too. Yeah,
2: yeah, and yeah. dude, Desmond Jackson, he he had a couple of big games last year too.
1: They definitely reload a little bit at OK State. Low um, key reloading. Um.
0: So, so what do you think this line will be?
1: Mm. The games in Stillwater. In Stillwater, just like last year. Mm. I'm gonna put it at ten. Ten. I, I think. Oh.
0: I will go. I will be all over Tulsa at ten. Yeah. How about them Uh, Okay, uh, let's let's. Uh, it's on Patty C here. Where are you going? Where are you taking us?
1: Let me take one more peek up and down the list real quick. Uh, look again. Not a ton of meat on the old bone. We're eighteen picks in, so twelve picks left. Damn it! I just had one pulled up and I lost it. Oh, you know what I like? <laughs> You're gonna laugh at this one. Uh, and this, this is probably a sad state of affairs. So don't judge me and, and feel free to laugh at me. Actually. Uh, I want to see Nichols at Louisiana (laughs) (laughs) once again, I I
2: had no fear of
1: of him taking my game. (laughs) Well, I'm curious because Nichols, like we said, has scored 87 and 75 points this season. They light it up. They true. light it's it true. up. They uh, have a fucking offense. I I need to watch a little more of them and figure out what it is. But again, to score 87 points in a game, you basically have to be scoring like within a couple of plays every time you touch the ball. So. Uh, Two dual threat quarterbacks,
0: Levi Lewis and uh, Lindsey Scott of Nichols. So this one could be exciting. I don't. I don't expect a ton of defense in this game, but yeah. I, Billy Napier, I think, has Louisiana's program really rolling right now. So I think. I think Lafayette will find a way to get this done. Uh, Nick, what are you thinking?
2: I'm thinking the dude got hit on the foot and got hit by uh, hit by the pitch. He's on uh, first base. Sorry. So so you're uh, saying he's
0: going to feel like this. Yeah, yeah, he, he felt like, he felt like shit
2: afterwards. Uh, right the, the the perfect game is over. Still has a chance at a, a no hitter. Uh, like it, it's this game wasn't on my list, but hey, that team can score some points here, so it could be interesting.
1: Well, especially I we, we, potentially the funniest two game stretch in college football history. If Louisiana is able to beat Texas week one, oh, and lose the nickels t- week two, to FCS the following that, that week. would be
0: fucking classic. <laughs> Um okay, NC Nick, it is on you man. I tell you what. All right. Go ahead.
1: I'm I might make a run real quick. Why don't you guys chop it up? I'm going to get a, a a little more of the Rocky Mountains going. <laughs> there
0: you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh
1: Pat, th-
2: Patty C, get to my level, okay, buddy? Yeah, get yeah. to his level. <laughs> try, try, right?
1: I'm working on it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right.
2: There's so, 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 I have two games here which is kind of tough to choose between, but I'll say Buffalo at Nebraska.
0: That's my, they, yeah. that's what I would have went. I think that's a great game. Lance Leopold going to Lincoln, Nebraska, look, Leopold. I I think this program is really going in the right direction. I mean, it's clearly they've been to the past two Mac championships. Um, and I think it's a dangerous game for Nebraska. Scott Frost as a, as a guy going for his job, you know, to have games like this, this is right. one where you, you, you know, they could be calling for your head after, after this one, because uh I, what, what were right. you gonna
2: say? Yeah, look. So first off, Buffalo. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, Buffalo was six and one last year. They beat Marshall in the bowl game. Their quarterback Kyle Van Treese returns. They lose all star running back Jarrett Patterson. But they got another one. They got another one. That's that's Kevin, a beast. Kevin yeah. Marks Jr. is ready to step up. Exactly. I don't think they're gonna miss Patterson that much. Uh, and then, I mean, Nebraska. Like you know. Last year they are no, I'm sorry. In, in 2019, they struggled with South Alabama. Yeah. In week one, pulled away late, and then in 2018, they lost at home to Troy. So they're not above losing to a a Max school here.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I could totally see Buffalo, and you know I'm a Lance Leopold guy. You know, Nick, I am this. I am all over the though bu- the, the bulls here. They're gonna be good. What do you think? This is gonna be like a 14 point spread. I am gonna take the bulls all day to cover this. Live dog. Live dog. Live here. dog for sure. I love that play. Um, uh, okay, so now it bounces back to me.
1: Patty, see any comments on Buffalo at Nebraska? Oh boy. Uh I will say that if No. Like like you said, if if fucking Frost doesn't get it done here, it might be it. It might be a Sayonara.
0: Shit might be on fire in Lincoln right. if they lose in this In the one. locker
1: room, you're fired, motherfucker. <laughs>
0: um, I'm surprised. There's a couple games out there that I find intriguing. Um, uh, to, to go in order here, I'm going to take you to Georgia State at North Carolina. Georgia State has been coming along as a sunbelt. A little belt. bit. Little the bit sun, yeah. I mean, they beat Tennessee at Tennessee the last time they played a, a Power Five that I can recall and uh, was impressed by them last year. Love their physicality um, that they play with. And, and I just think North Carolina is kind of a team. Yes. They're extremely talented. I know they lose De'Ami Brown. I knew they lose those running backs, but at the same time they reload, but I think Georgia state is going to show up for this game. I think this could be a, a good one here in, in, chapel Hill. Give me uh, this. Uh, what do you think is like this would probably be like North Carolina is a 24 point favorite. I am all over the Panthers getting this one.
1: Well, like you say, the triple option footballs tends to keep, no, the, not Georgia, uh, Southern no, Georgia, Georgia state. state yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. That's true too. Georgia state has been a, a, a less obvious, um, but yeah. prickly little G five team.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, they got things going playing at that Atlanta brave stadium in Atlanta. Nick, what do you think of Georgia state, North Carolina, right in your neck of the woods?
2: Yeah. So I mean, Georgia state's a good program year in, year out. I think UNC has way too much offense for them. I had this on my list in the twenties. I removed it. You know, I, I do think if, 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 if you're looking at UNC minus 24, I think Georgia state could possibly cover that. I don't expect it to be close. I don't think you have a live dog here. I think UNC will, will roll right, by, me, do, do by I, two touchdowns. Plus,
0: do I need to remind you that North Carolina lost to Florida state last year <laughs> and lost no. to app state the last time they played app state. You're telling me Georgia state, a team that, you know, can hang with app state, can't come into chapel Hill and, 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 and mess around with them come on now, Panthers. Well, like I said they, they can cover. I, I think,
2: you know, you're looking at, at, at the closest of 14 point game.
0: We'll see. We'll see Patty. See, uh, I think it goes to you now. What do you, where are you taking us? Uh, I, I see uh, Toledo at Notre Dame out there. Oh, I see, I see a, one
1: that I don't know that we talked about, but if we didn't, then we missed it by a lot. What's that? Uh, Hawaii at Oregon state.
0: Oh, there you go. And you know, what's great about this one is they have a, uh, I, I know that uh, Oregon state got in trouble for stealing a couple of players, talking to them when they shouldn't have been a couple of years ago. Had some Hawaii transfers come in. Oh, is that right? And have some players that didn't transfer that said, "Hey, they contacted us." Oh, little foul. Yeah, play. A little foul play by the
1: Beavers. So uh, this game's got a little rivalry action I've had going on. i plenty of Beavers that were pretty foul in my day. Let's be
0: honest. Yes, yes, and and uh, last last time they played, Hawaii won. Ooh. Yeah, but I think I I to, I really think Oregon State's got this program going.
3: Nice Beaver.
0: And and I I Jonathan Jonathan Smith, watch
1: out! I'm I'm completely sold on him as a head
0: coach. Completely sold. I think Oregon State's a player in the Pac-Twelve North I this year. I
1: agree, but I yeah. think Hawaii has routinely proven that they are able to push Pac-12 teams, if not beat them. So I don't know. This seems like a pretty even matchup, actually.
0: Uh, all right, Nick, we got six picks left. Where are you going? All right. So last update, we got the the
2: no-hitter. No, no perfect game, <laughs> but we got the no-hitter. All right. Nice. Moving on. Uh but this is an under the radar game how about Liberty at Troy interesting you go I mean this is uh you got uh <laughs> we're
1: grabbing at uh, fucking nubbins here
2: this is a pretty interesting game here I mean first off Liberty's been fun to follow these last couple of years sure last year Liberty's only loss was a one point game at NC state where it was an ugly game they should have won that chances. game dude. they had many oh, chances to they got, win they had
0: a field goal blocked late in that but they had t- uh, they essentially threw like a pick six that gave NC state the lead. They, they had, they were in control of that game for the most well, part. Liberty is
1: not the problem with this game. <laughs> it's well, Troy? Troy, yeah. dude,
2: Troy is always a good program, especially at home. Now they've been down of late last couple of years, only five and six, you know, but last year they were one and four in games decided by a touchdown or less.
3: Hmm. They're turning
2: that so they corner. Were, they were a better team than their record indicated sophomore quarterback Gunner Watson is back some more experience under his belt and you don't have to go that far back you know, I like they, they were a they were a 10 team win in 2018 they won 11 games in 2017 won 10 games in yeah. 2016 they have Boy, wins. solid I man. mean they have
0: wins at LSU at at Missouri uh only lost uh, by six to Clemson in the year that Deshaun Watson and Clemson won the national championship. They were winning in the fourth quarter in that game. Yes. Uh, I, I like the play here. And you know, you're going to have Hugh few down back in Alabama, down in the deep south. So, you know, he's going to be, he's going to be checking out some women. Why'd I get mixed up with that bitch? Cause she got off. Great ass. (laughs) Uh,
1: So uh, yeah, okay, solid play. I didn't see that one coming. Had it a little further down, but I like it. Well, this is kind of in the same uh, range as that um, Rutgers Syracuse pick from earlier. You really want to see what Liberty's made of because they have high end potential. And you're right, right, Troy. And be careful.
2: And be careful, Liberty.
1: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's true. In fact, that's probably in terms of competitiveness, maybe even more interesting game, but uh i don't know troy troy a lot to prove right now to get on liberty's level level liberty we'll we'll see what happens with them they're a private school that's cranking out wins and investing a ton of money into their fucking bo- football and basketball program if you can do that in both sports yeah. I mean, what do you see liberty's ceiling as do you see it as higher than BYU's ceiling no, no? i mean
0: not well i mean may, maybe down the road but right now BYU is still basketball and football they're really better.
1: I mean, they're yeah, very, too yeah.
2: early, too early, but I, I will say Liberty's in a better area as far as talent locally. Yeah, probably a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: All right. It's on me here guys. I'm going to, uh, there's, there's games out there that I think we're sleeping on. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to take there's Vander Vanderbilt at Colorado state. No one wants to touch that one. No one wants to touch. San Diego state at Arizona. No one wants to touch. I, I'm going actually going to go with this ESPN. Even though I hate preseason projections, they released their top, uh, I think 35 th- today on uh, the FBI uh, ball. State was in the top 35. Ball state is uh-huh. at Penn state week one. Patty sees uh-huh. ball state Cardinals Penn state. You know they had their struggles a season ago. Ball state won. The Mac also destroyed San Jose state in the bowl. Uh, give me ball State and Mike News bunch. I think he's got something building there in in Muncie uh Indiana so uh not gonna get Munson out there in the middle of nowhere. Give me ball State and the points This should probably be like a 26 point spread 24 point spread Give me them in the points to uh, to hang with uh, Penn State for a little
1: bit. uh. I'm inclined to agree with you. If they're ranked number 35 in the FPI, well, you're a Ball State guy too, man. And plus, yeah, I'll go. I'll <laughs> <laughs> I'll take last the last time they up.
0: last time they played at Notre Dame, only lost by eight. Boom. Nick, what do you think of Ball State at Penn State?
2: The game was not on my radar, to be honest. Uh, you make a lot of good points. How it might be closer than expected. I I think there's at least. um, at least four or five games I think are are more interesting than that one to be honest with you.
0: Well, I almost want San Diego State Arizona. I thought that's that, wonderful. that that's one where San Diego State I think is uh I think they're 7 and 1 in their last 8 hey, against. You the can only 12. pick one game yeah. at a time, Okay. Right? Okay, Ball State at Penn State is my play. Give me the Cardinals in the points. It is on you, Patty C.
1: This is this my last pick or No, you have two more. Two more. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, Jeez. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to go uh, Toledo, Notre Dame,
0: because
1: yeah. I think Toledo sometimes uh, has some athletes and we're going to see Notre Dame still breaking in a young quarterback or depending on me or cone and inexperienced within the system quarterback. So there's a little bit of an opportunity there for Toledo
0: ask uh, your boy at Illinois, Bioma about the Toledo rockets. Cause uh, Matt Campbell and the rockets came into uh La F- or to uh, where where is Arkansas Fayetteville and, and gave him a, gave him an L a couple years back. Boom. Uh, I like this game. I think this is, you guys are underselling this game. Uh, I like, I think this is better than Liberty and Troy and probably actually it might even be better than ball state Penn state. I don't know. What do you, what do you think of this game, Nick?
2: Yeah, I think it's a solid game. I think uh, head coach, Jason candles doing a good job in Northeastern Ohio. I mean, he's been there. I think he's entering a seventh year. He's never been below 500. If you look like, you know, back in 2017, he had Toledo as an 11 win team. Uh, Both of the quarterbacks that got minutes last year, uh, minutes, you know, they got playing time last year, Eli Peters and Carter Bradley are back. They should be one 0 beating Norfolk state in week one. And then yeah, Notre Dame, how do they look against Florida state? How does cone or whoever's playing quarterback look? That's the big question mark. Also Notre Dame's schedule gets really tough after this. They have uh, the next six games are Purdue, Wisconsin, Cincinnati, Virginia tech, USC and UNC. Wow. Mm. Damn. That's a, that's a stretch. Yeah. So they need to take care of business against Florida state and Toledo. They need to be two and zero entering this really tough stretch here. So uh, I, I mean, I think Notre Dame wins, but I think Toledo might be able to hang around and make it interesting for at least for a little bit. Yeah. And you know,
1: Toledo's getting given their best shot.
0: Yeah. So uh, all right, Nick, it's on you. All right. Uh, you, you have, well, you have this, you have two more picks essentially. Okay. Yeah. All, right. all
2: right. All right. Well, you alluded to it. I'll go San Diego state at, at Arizona. Um, I mean, Arizona was 0 five last year and they'll probably lose to BYU week one, so, I, you know, they're scheduling to have BYU and San Diego State out of conference. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. You're, no you're one new coach, you know. Yeah. No favorites whatsoever. So, uh, I, I actually, and Arizona lost the last seven games of the 2019 season. So they, they haven't won a game in a long time.
0: <laughs> Dude, last year they were getting their hearts broken. Like, USC scored on a deflected pass to beat them. And then, uh, uh, I feel like a couple games, I mean, I know, I know that Arizona State game that you locked up, Nick, was, uh, was a bloodbath. But, um, uh, yeah. I, I think with Don Brown at Arizona, going to be interesting to see what he does against San Diego state, Brady Hoke, uh, compelling matchup. I think that should be higher than what it is. So, uh, and how good of a head coach is, is
2: Brady Hoke? All right. Last year, throw it out the window, even though I think they were just four and four last year, not quite up to Aztec standards. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I, I thought he had a longer first stint at San Diego state.
0: No. he only coached for two years. That was all Rocky long, man. Rocky Long yeah. was, and and Rocky long was his DC. In those two years, so Rocky. So in on. those
2: two years, he went four and eight, and then nine and four, and that, and then Michigan grabbed him.
0: Yeah. So I'm
2: not quite sure how good of a coach Hoke is here. So we hope that San Diego State stays as a really good program here, but um, I think there's some question marks as to if they can do that.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, uh, here we are. I'm on the. This is uh, my last pick. So. Uh, i am gonna wait, take, we, uh we uh, all have one pick left okay I'm going first knucklehead uh, wait 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 isn't uh, it i think uh, you have uh no, cl- you have up two now. more oh yeah, I have two more yeah, yeah I'm sorry have I have more. two more i can't count um so i'm gonna take us to uh to Guys, this is a, a backyard brawl. Memphis at Arkansas State. I mean, come on now. Look, this yeah, one was a good was game season a
1: season ago. See, that's one of him stealing mine right there.
0: Yeah. And and uh look, you got uh, Silverfield going to take on Butch Jones in Jonesboro, Arkansas. He's in Jones is in Jonesboro. Hello. You know he ain't losing <laughs> in Jonesboro. Blew and, it. Yeah, blew, blew it. it. Um <laughs> I I liked it. They're only forty five minutes apart, guys. This is one that that is a very good game. Uh, I'm excited to watch this one. Uh, I believe Blackman, the quarterback from Florida State, transferring into Arkansas State. Going to be interesting to see, and he also has a bunch of Bama transfers coming in. So, going to be interesting to see this one uh, right down there in
1: uh, Jonesboro. So, they're only uh, like an hour apart. Yeah, I think forty five minutes. Yeah, Arkansas, one of those teams that only has one Power Five team within the state, Arkansas State, like there for the taking to be that second team in the state. And in fact, there's no other to my knowledge. Is there even another, uh, FBS team in the state of Arkansas? No, but
0: central Arkansas is good in the FCS ranks. That's true, yeah. but that shouldn't at all threaten and pine, pine bluff is solid. I yeah. Guess. And the FCS ranks as well. They have well two decent FBS, Neither FCS. one
1: of them should be taking an <laughs> FBS as recruits. Like, yeah, if you have right, the right, second most right. pick in sec country, then you should, but be how much talent there. is coming out of Arkansas? I bet. In, you'd in the be pulled port game a lot. <laughs> That's <laughs> <All> true. <right? laughs> they are fucking top of the top of the heap in that game.
2: Okay. So I pe- do like this game though. And you know, even though Arkansas State was four to four and seven a year ago, they did beat Kansas State and Georgia State.
0: Yeah. So Arkansas State was better team. than their record indicated. They had
1: a bunch of they had a bunch of COVID issues. That's one that yeah. played with a bunch of COVID issues. Uh yeah. Memphis is gonna be coming out of uh, who are they uh, getting in the opener? Um Mississippi State. No,
0: they yeah, right? No, no, no. La Tech gets Mississippi State. Memphis gets I forget.
1: We had it on there though. We covered it. Yeah, I think they have a a a, a decently um important game. So there there may be a little bit of a letdown here. We will see. and anyway, I expect a pretty decent game here. So Patty Memphis, C, it's Actually, oh. Memphis plays uh oh, I
2: got it right here. Well, that's 2020. I got uh Memphis has nickels.
0: Oh <laughs> Patty C's, yeah. <laughs> you know it's, it's it his important. team. <laughs> it is important, right? <laughs> Defensive coordinator is gonna need some bourbon. Um all right, uh Patty C, it's on you.
1: All right, last one. Uh look, I don't want to steal your guys' thunder here. I, I don't think I'm stealing anyone's thunder this low on the list. Um fuck it. I'm just going to go, give me a little in-state rivalry. The top two teams, the only two teams in the state of New Mexico. Uh, there's part of me <laughs> that wants to go with a little bit of more of a local flavor for in our home state. So that that's an interesting game too, but give me a look anytime Two to, to uh, I guess there's only one state flagship school, but anytime the state flagship and it's our rival are playing each other in state, it's going to be a fun little <laughs> environment. Nick,
0: I can't it. believe you. I mean, look, it's a rivalry game, so I'll give you some credit there. But New Mexico State's been dog shit in the FCS What
1: else is there on the <laughs> oh, schedule? I
0: mean, dude, there are matchups no, he, there. He said
2: in-state, and I, I was going to say, all right, he's going to say Jacksonville State, Florida State, yeah,
0: or uh, Florida, Florida and South U- Florida, but here or Houston and Rice. and UAV
1: Georgia, are going to suck. All of those games are going to suck ass. No, I think I think UAB Georgia has potential.
2: Yeah, and, and my pick's going to be Jacksonville State Florida State. Dude, the my, my gamecocks here, the real gamecocks, they are 6 and 1 in spring FCS. They were up 14 nothing on Florida State. They're up at halftime. They're up 21-14 at halftime. Finally, Florida State got smart and brought in Jordan Jordan Travis and they came back for the W here. Uh but I mean, for all the Florida State haters They could, they could drop this. It's not out of the realm of possibility that they could drop this game. Especially if
0: Notre Dame like gives them a heartbreaking loss. Like imagine Florida state was up 23 20 or 23 17 and Florida state dude loses on a touchdown.
1: Boise state beating Virginia tech and then Virginia tech going over (laughs) and losing
0: JMU the next week.
2: There you go
0: but New Mexico State I think is going to get a house by New Mexico Rocky Long and Danny Gonzalez they look better towards the end of the season New Mexico State had a ton of problems uh, this off season. I, I know NC oh. Nick touched on that with covid a bunch of their players left because they couldn't even practice in the state of New Mexico so
2: will anybody outside of the state of New Mexico watch that game <laughs> 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 and Patty C <laughs> yeah. fair
1: enough if, if I was really to pick a game I, I sorry this is going too much up and down the list trying to spot one. There's another one that I would pick, but Nick, Nick, I want to make sure you have the opportunity to pick before I point it out. So,
2: well, I no, I just took Jacksonville State, Florida State. Okay. So yeah, uh, yeah, there you go.
1: Well,
0: and, and Vanderbilt, Colorado State, still not going to bite on that one, huh, Pattison?
1: No, I, don't, I give a fuck. Western about
0: Kentucky that. Army. Yeah, I mean, there's some good ones out there. Middle Tennessee, Virginia Tech, I think is compelling. That's the one. That's the
1: um, one. Because because Puente can't afford to lose it. it and Stockstill is a good there enough coach go. that he might be able to hang on that one.
0: Oh, I'm going to take you to one where you guys are going to laugh at me here. I'm going to take you to Madison, Wisconsin, where Chris Creighton is looking to beat his third Big Ten team in as many years. Yes, Eastern Michigan, Eastern. the Eagles are wow. at Wisconsin. Don't
1: sleep on my eastern <laughs> Michigan team This is Colby just planting the seed to throw his dick in the air and eight. Every months.
0: year you, you fucking yeah. laugh at them when they beat a ten win <laughs> Northwestern team, when they beat Purdue who went set who won seven games. Yeah you, you fucking keep thinking this guy sucks. <laughs> and he continuously does it. Now I no, 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 pet. He's right. If you
2: plant 20 seeds and one pops up, you're like, "Oh, I'm a freaking genius." <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about the other
0: 19. <laughs> but dude, this game is how is it if they, this how many times does this guy have to beat the Big 10 a Big 10 opponent before you guys will respect this game?
1: Uh
2: more. <laughs> so, I would say what Big what Big 10 uh, opponents has he beaten?
0: He's beaten Purdue, but I think it was the year Purdue made the bowl game with seven or yeah. eight wins.
1: And Northwestern, when they had a good year. Well, Wisconsin's on a different level than either of those. Are teams.
0: they? Because they kind of struggled last year. Oh,
1: uh, did they? What
0: was the record? In your own words, throw last year out the window. That's true. But Eastern Michigan is a team that is is. Oh, uh, and they beat Illinois. They have three. This is. They they beat Illinois last year. This they're going for four wins against the Big Ten. Okay, okay, that's compelling.
2: That's a that's a compelling angle right there. I think Wisconsin rolls though. We'll see about that, buddy. All right,
0: we'll see about (laughs) you. share about that five minutes? Sure about that five minutes? (laughs) Uh, So now it's on to uh, you, Patty. See last Uh, pick of the draft.
1: I started it, so you finish it off. Wait, is it Nick? Is it Nick right now?
0: No, it's me. What? No, I. So it's on you now. Patty C. Okay. So I'm finished. Oh no, no, that was the end. That was the end. I'm fucking retarded. I can't count. Um, all right. Well, uh, I want to tell you guys, the college experience is brought to you by better than Vegas. It's like YouTube for what? Hashtag DJs only care about sports betting, baby. We're giving out free daily video picks over at the better than Vegas profile page. Better than Vegas is always running a f- ton of free contests as well. They got a ton of free handicap picks. So check it out. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our profile. So you don't miss a pick That's sportsgalingpodcast.com slash BTV that sports podcast.com slash BTV. All right, guys, here we go. We got a pick and upset. And then we're going to pick our, what the fuck game of the week. But first we got to take it and then we're going to get out of here. So we're at the final, final stretch here. What is our upset? What will really happen on the money line? What upset is going to happen? Patty C you have the first pick.
1: What team is going to get upset? Mm, 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 mm. I'm looking, I'm looking, I want to find one. I think one of the games that I mentioned right out the gates, I mean, there are a couple that have potential and I'd like to mention them, but I'll let you guys speak first. But actually, you know what I'm going to go with? I'm going to go Washington over Michigan has mm. major. I mean, if mm. we're assuming that Michigan is the favorite here, I think know, they will be the It's favorite, in but, Ann Arbor. But yeah. again, Washington three and one last year, Michigan two and five, uh, a team that you yourself said that Washington would have been favored last year. And you're 100% right. They would have probably kicked Michigan's ass. If Michigan is indeed the favorite here, it's probably m- mostly based on their name um, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of potential for an upset here.
0: I like it. Yeah. Uh, I like it too. Um, So Washington as the, as the pick uh, Nick, now it is on you app state, now news, uh, baby taking my thunder, man. Well, taking you got ECU buddy. My thunder. Yes. You know, I'm taking my East Carolina pirates. We're staying in the state of North Carolina. How predictable, but uh, yeah, that's what we got. I think, I think uh, my dog will probably be the biggest dog. What do you think? App State maybe bigger.
2: Depends on how Miami looks against Bama. If they can like at least be somewhat
0: competitive. Yeah. All right. Uh, Okay. Well, let's let's shift over here. I want to tell people that the college experience is brought to you by Riffer. Yes, the sports gambling podcast is now on Riffer. Uh, riffer is your home to many episodes and free picks from the sgpn crew if you don't have time to listen to an entire episode riffer is a perfect quick fix make sure to subscribe to our sgpn page by going to sportsgampodcast.com slash riffer that's sports gamblingpodcast.com riffer that's rifFR riffer all right here we are guys this is our moment where we do the the classic well, I don't get the rain man cold, but the counting seven six. The Lou Holtz, what the fuck game of the week? Why is this on the schedule? We have, we all have a pick, and Patty C, you have the first pick. Well,
1: I'll pop it off, and they are our first back-to-back what the fuck game of the week <laughs> contestants. This is Alabama State traveling to Jordan Hare Stadium <laughs> to face the Auburn Tigers. Uh Why the fuck <laughs> does this game need to be played? We don't need to watch it. No one. No one cares.
0: Yeah, Alabama State actually decent in the FCS ranks, but still, I'll, and at least it's a backyard brawl as compared to some of these ones. A week ago, Eastern Illinois
1: at South yeah, Carolina—that's true. There's some geographic,
0: but why? Why are they playing in FCS in general? But uh, I don't know. When, what do you think of Alabama State at Auburn? You like it? No, I don't. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but but you right. t- it, it is in state. It's like yeah. South Carolina State versus Clemson or. I guess McNeese at LSU. I mean, that's true. You, you gotta know, feed give those the small little guys a paycheck. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right, Nick, what are you going with?
2: More obvious, I think, is Western Carolina at Oklahoma. Yeah.
0: I mean, that one. Why the hell the
2: catamounts are traveling halfway across the country to play Oklahoma is beyond me.
0: And, and Western Carolina's been horrible lately. They just fired their head coach. Uh, I, what the fuck? They couldn't, uh, if you're gonna at least play an FCS school, could it at least be a decent one? This is a bad team year in year out in the FCS. This is a layup. It's bullshit. There's needs to be rules against this. <laughs> if uh, Oklahoma wouldn't, you know, if they kept their foot on the gas, it could be a hundred to nothing.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, Oklahoma has done this what two? Yeah, the they did Missouri State or, last year when was they were winning. This, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I mean, they do this all the time. I feel like. Uh, Yeah, that's just a, a horrible game. Why? And they're not even geographically close. It just makes no sense. I will take you to uh well, I got to go Mercer at Alabama guys. Mercer, you know, I understand yeah, Mercer's yep. in Georgia. So somewhat, but what the fuck is this game doing here? Why? Yeah. Come on. Alabama. You couldn't even go. I mean, look, it's bad enough that they have New Mexico state on the schedule. New Mexico State's a bad FCS school. They're playing in the FCS this spring, yeah. but they are an FBS school traditionally. They're horrible. They're the worst team in the FBS. They're on Alabama's schedule. Same with fucking
1: Mercer. Are well, you kidding me? Mercer was what, five and five? Yeah. Like, okay, do we hold, are we supposed to hold Alabama to a slightly higher standard than we do other teams because they win? I mean, it's a shitty game for anyone to play. I, well, I just think but,
0: in general, if you're an FBS school, yeah, play a good FCS if you're going to play an FCS.
1: Yeah. I agree. Don't play fucking dog shit FCS. Yeah. That's bullshit. Or even mediocre FCS is bullshit.
0: I mean, it's bad enough that we're going to see that, but at least like can we get a top 10, top 25 and then 25 if you're Alabama matchup, and like, you've had
1: the n- number 1 recruiting class to like 10 of the last 11 years, it's a complete embarrassment.
0: Yeah. And and then Nick Saban gives the fans, the Alabama fans a hard time for not showing up. Why? Why would they want to watch this what game? What a pompous asshole yeah. he is. Um, I don't get it, but uh yeah. That's the worst game. Some others. I got to mention some honorable mentions out there, guys. I gotta, I gotta say long Island who just brought their program up to the FBS or at the FCS ranks from D two playing at West Virginia. That one's <laughs> gotta be on there. <laughs> oh yeah. Gotta be the next
1: one there. Tons of tradition. in that one uh, makes
2: no sense whatsoever. No. New York city, long Island coming down to West. Morgantown was West a little culture geeks. battle that could be interesting. <laughs> All right, guys, if you're a first time listener to the college Oh, ex- oh hold on. on. You, you told me you told me to uh, remind you what oh. game do you want to go to the most?
0: Yeah. Out of the whole I'll sl- say that.
1: I'll say that one I that I mentioned oh, uh. Patty, Iowa, Patty Iowa C's State. gotta
0: go first, man.
1: Well, Iowa, oh, so, Iowa so, State's right, definitely but, a great uh, one. Um, but I'll leave that to you, Nick. I I do believe that one will be awesome. Um, I mean, obviously you're tempted to go to a, a game with the the pomp and circumstance of uh, Oregon going to Ohio State. Uh I've been to the horseshoe for a spring game. I'm sure it's not anywhere near what the uh, atmosphere would be like during an actual major college football game. Um, fuck it. I'll go to the horseshoe. All right. He's going to the horseshoe. Nick, you're
0: going where?
2: Yeah, I can't argue with that pick, Patty C., but uh, yeah, I'll go uh, Iowa, Iowa State.
0: Yeah, I mean, the horseshoe should be a great sort of the best game of the day. So it makes a lot of sense uh, by what we picked it as, but Iowa, Iowa State. Yeah, decapitated blowjobs, big time rivalry. Uh, you gotta love that. Other good
1: things going on yeah. there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick to my guns on Utah BYU. I okay. understand. I got a float. Oh, if yeah. I got a float, a float. <laughs> yeah. You want to crown him? Crown him. <laughs> um, so I, I think those three. And if I had to, I mean, I think for me, Iowa State would probably be my one. But you took it. Two would be my Utah BYU, and then three would be Oregon. Ohio state, but I, I think all are great yeah. games to go to. Yeah. I just yep. don't, I'm yep. just not bullish on Oregon this year. So we'll
1: see how that shakes It'll out. be an ass whooping. You're right.
0: Yeah. Guys, if you're a first time listener to the college experience, make sure you subscribe. We handicap every single division one college basketball and college football game. Uh, so check out the college football experience. Tell a friend we're talking college football year round. All right. Year fucking round. So get in there, check it out. Check out our FCS podcast tomorrow night. Um and yeah, if you can give us get over to iTunes, give us a five star review, say some nice things about us. If you do, take a screenshot, tag me at the Colby D, and I'll send you a college experience T shirt. How about that? Now, uh, and uh, what else? What else do we got here? We got uh, look. I'm at the Colby D. Give me a follow, Patty C. Give him a follow at Patty C eight three one. Get and, at me, guys. Yes, exactly. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. And make sure you follow the Sports Gambling Podcast at the SGP Network. All right, this is the College Experience. Way too early, week two preview. You better start thinking about yours. There we are.